It's Andrew from Two and Talk Radio, live and exclusive in Gateshead on all things Newcastle United. A bit of Sunderland sometimes, a bit of Middlesbrough, and sometimes a bit of Hartlepool. It just depends what's going on in the world. Uh, well, it's been a very, very, well, a very dispiriting last couple of days. Newcastle United, as expected, which is not a nice thing to say, but as expected, departed the FA Cup with a bit of a shameful performance, if I do say so myself. 3-0 walloping with uh, allegedly a strong team, but we didn't play. We didn't even really do much at all that day. And then all of a sudden, we were waiting for the news on everything that's happening with Newcastle. Forget about the performance, forget about the FA, FA Cup. We're now back to the league. And now we have a, a, a strange and uh, demoralising day when it comes to Newcastle signings. That brings me to my... Um, Regular co-host this evening. Remember, you can go on the show tonight by going to www.toontalk.co.uk or ring 0191-538-9781. And my co-host this evening is Neil Mitchell calling from Dubai. Good evening, Neil. How are you? Evening, Andrew. Very perplexed is what I am. Very perplexed. It's uh, it's it's a mess, isn't it? Just an absolute mess. It the is more, a mess. The more, the, yeah. the more that I learn... The worst it gets. <laughs> well, uh, we've got obviously we've we've had a we've had a few articles um, in the last couple of weeks from our, from our, from my main guest that uh, had been on the show a couple of times, um, and he um, has been getting to the the number of everything that's happened in Newcastle in in John Richardson, sports correspondent and supporter of two hopeless causes, Newcastle United and Chester City FC. 30 years on national newspapers and 30 years in awe of Bruce Springsteen. Born in the USA! Good evening. Bruce delivers. (laughs) Oh, hello. (laughs) True, Rick, it's true. Good evening, Andrew. Good evening, Neil. Good evening, good evening. evening. Well, we're just about to start on, uh, uh, obviously, (laughs) the demoralising day that's currently everything about Newcastle United. But I want to get to a couple of your articles that have uh, lit up Twitter and a lot of the uh, Newcastle United fan base, especially after uh, what happened um, with uh, Mike Ashley going on ringing Sky Sports, telling them um, drunkenly that uh, what you know that allegedly. He, uh, no, he allegedly. did. I know he did. I know that he did because it's been confirmed by different sources to me. So I know that he did actually do it. So um, so now, and we went to your article the, the more yeah. or less the same week and. He seems to be quite contrite. Tell, tell us um, what happened, and obviously I had another article come out as well. So, what, what's your take on what happened that week and subsequently afterwards? Right. And we'll get to the, well, the other well, things. Uh, well, as we know, he's desperate to sell. Um, he's got a price tag of three hundred and fifty million, which I think for a, a club of Newcastle's size and potential, mm-hmm. and fifty-two thousand there every other week is quite reasonable. Some people might argue it's too much, but when you look at Manchester United, it's probably worth three billion. Liverpool have turned down one billion, um, and you've got other clubs sort of knocking around the million, uh, the billion mark. So three hundred fifty million, I think, is is fair enough. So that that's his asking price. Now, as we know, Amanda Staveley has been representing, you know, Middle East interest and 
a couple of people in London as well joining in. Um, and basically, she's been put in an offer which Ashley thinks is nowhere near what he wants. Um, and also, what's annoyed him, according to my source, it has been paid, played out in public. You know, let's 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 be fair. Uh, a lot of the the big decisions in business and in football are done just like that. You know, the first you hear of them, it's been complete. Well, this has been paid played out in public, which you know is to our advantage in the media. Obviously, we we we, <laughs> we want to be part of that. But if if now I, I can see what he's he's saying. If you really want something, then you make it happen, mm. and. And according to Mike Ashley, he has seen no evidence of hard cash. There's been promise of this, promise of that. But, but when he is asked uh, to put the money on the table, it hasn't been forthcoming. And there was a very good article she did with uh, yeah. in the, in the Times, George yeah. Colkin, uh, top journalist, um, who it was a, you know, a superb interview. But obviously it was from her point of view. Um, and it wasn't painting Mike Ashley in a very good light, saying, you know, we've, we've put this, we've, we've, we've done that, we've, we've made them three separate offers. But when you analyse the three offers, um, it doesn't uh, collate to what he wants. And so I think in a fit of pique, and I think, uh, as you suggest, Andrew, there was <laughs> alcohol inflamed, he decided, right, that's it, I've had enough of this. Um, you know, you're not going to buy the club. You've got no intention of, of buying it, so uh, please walk away. Which, of course, is the dismay of most Newcastle fans who, who, who want the club sold and think quite rightly it's going to go nowhere under Mike Ashley's ownership. Um, and so that's where we are. We Stavely says the, the offer is still on the table. Mike Ashley is refusing to look at it now, so she's got to come back with something else. And meanwhile, as we know, transfer deadline is about to uh, to the window is about to close and uh, it looks desperate stuff for Newcastle we're, we're in we're in the mire I think well Neil I was going to bring you in because the, the, yeah. she said there's three well, bids I, I, I want to come in, in, in Mr. McEachon, <laughs> um, straight away if you want something in business you make it happen so why haven't we signed Jorgensen why has oh, why you want, yeah, the, the well, valuation yeah. of Jorgensen as a, as a striker? Oh, this, this is a I'm this sorry, is a I don't see that different as an issue, isn't it? Yeah, this is a different issue. Yeah, this is a different issue. No, no, that's separate. We're talking about the takeover here, aren't we? We're not, <laughs> yeah, we're yeah, not talking about let's, let's play by the same, same logic. Let's play by the same logic. Why, why haven't we got players in? Here's that line again that we struggle to get everybody over. If you want something to happen, you make it happen. Oh yeah, in, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. He's not interested. He's not interested in running this club as a viable club or a zombie club sleepwalking into another relegation. We've had six relegations since 1892, two of them under his watch. It's going to become oh. three under seven. No, on, on, on the, on the transfer business, I, I agree, Neil, but Andrew asked me about the takeover. Yeah, I mean, yeah I think absolutely, John. I, I get you there. Um, but equally, I, I, I keep coming back there. I, do we actually know what he wants? what he would take because yes. I know what he says but I also can, can tell you from a very credible source that he agreed 300 million with somebody once and then suddenly because that person was late for the meeting it went up to 400 and the 400 yep. million number keeps coming back and back and back and back and back and I don't think he's going to say yes to anything until he gets his magic number 
you, and I don't Neil, think anybody really knows what his magic number is. Neil, 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 you're spot on with that uh, information about, you know, he, 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 mm. if he doesn't like the cut of your jib, that's it. I was told a very similar story that, that uh, even if, say for argument's sake, it's 350 million, mm. uh, if that person, if he doesn't like that person, then he'll, he'll walk away from it. You know, he's, yeah. he's a hard businessman to deal with. But I... I, I what is he playing at the moment? I don't know because, let's be fair, he he doesn't want another relegation because the price of the club plummets, doesn't it? Mm. So I was told by the same source that quotes he would pay what it takes to bring players in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but we're not seeing the evidence of that, are we? As no. as Neil has alluded to. Well, no. I think it, um, it's, it's and it's why we're all sitting here frustrated and sort of scratching our heads about. Oh, we're back in 2007 again because that's what it feels yeah. like. I feel like I've stepped into a time warp. Well, uh, well, this mo- well, this morning I've just been speaking to somebody within Newcastle um, mm. who, who, and he, he rang me this morning. I said, "Oh, fantastic!" He says, "Fantastic." Guess who? Guess who we're signing? I said, "Go on." He says, uh, "Sturridge from Liverpool." I said, "You're joking, Sturridge." This is the player that can, can save Newcastle this yeah. season because mm-hmm. you get him fit, he's one of the best strikers in the country. Mm-hmm. This afternoon he rings me to say he's not coming now. He's probably going to West Brom. Um, and so your heart sinks again. Yeah, that's exactly how I felt. I, 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 I tell you as well, I mean, I was told similar and I had a couple of texts early, early on in the day, sort of my lunchtime, your early morning, saying... Yep, yeah. storage. And then I got this really bizarre one from someone who knows exactly what they're talking about, saying um, they were expecting storage up from Liverpool and he's not turned up on the train he was supposed to be on. They don't oh. know what's going on. I mean... Well, obviously, it, the, the train went to Birmingham mate. instead. Oh, obviously, yeah, he got in the wrong train. <laughs> <Quite clearly. laughs> um, Can happen. <laughs> No, it's certainly no laughing matter, is it? I mean, it's shocking. It it really is. I mean, your hopes are raised and thinking, yeah, this is the player that can uh, score goals. Um, You know, obviously seen loads of him at Liverpool and he's a top player, but as we know, he gets injured a lot. But I think uh, a fresh start at Newcastle would have been good for him. He can't lose. Now, I'll be annoyed. I don't know the ins and outs of this yet. They're talking about family issues yeah. and that one. Well, he is from that. there, isn't he? Yeah, he, he is. is but I mean, I mean, he's been at Liverpool, he's been at Chelsea, he's been at Man City, so I, I don't go for that. But if, that's been a hag- if there's been haggling over the loan fee, yeah. then I think we can all go berserk, can't we? I tell you what, if that comes out, that that's the case. Somebody's made the point today about Sturridge saying, well, if you've chosen it for family reasons, you're talking about a four-month loan to Newcastle, not a ten-year trip to the moon. Exactly. It, it, exactly. It, 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 it's bizarre. Um, I might I be doing that. That lad a bit big, big disservice here, but I, you know, I don't go. I, I don't go for it at all. No, me, me either. And and there's, there's got to be something somewhere financially tipped the balance. And here we are with another conundrum: ninth richest club in the in oh. in, in England, allegedly. 23rd biggest revenue generator in Europe, allegedly, yep. yet we can't yep. compete with West Brom. That you know, exactly. doesn't add up. Doesn't add and up. You, you mentioned Jorgensen earlier, right? Mm. 20 million or just under will get him. Yeah. So, yeah. if you really want him, buy him. I prefer Slimani uh, at mm. Leicester. Yeah. 
he's on, he's on offer for 20 million. Go and get him. In Inacho, yeah, probably get him for 20 million. We need somebody to score goals because I'm afraid we're not scoring enough, and as a result, we will go down unless this is this is um, sorted out. I think that the, the doomsday scenario, and I, I don't think it'll happen. I think um, I think with Jorgensen, because nobody, I, I watched a couple of goals he scored, and you know, you don't, you don't know, do you? 20, yeah, twenty gamble. million gamble, yeah. Yeah. But, but in an act show, who hasn't done very well at Leicester, but I saw enough with Man City to see he's a good player. Yeah. And Slimani, at least they've got Premier League experience. You know, yeah. they they can fit straight in. And obviously Sturridge could. I mean, uh, that that would that would have been like signing a fifty million pound striker. I think when it came, when it comes to the takeover, though, they, it it seemed that now obviously the original question to you, but well, um, he 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 seemed to. After what happened in during the week with with him coming out and saying what he said, um, he 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 did, and you, obviously in your article seemed to suggest, well, if she comes back in with the money I want, and it, it wasn't three fifty, it was three hundred. I believe he would accept three hundred with no contingencies. Pro, pro, probably with it, yeah, yeah, three hundred yeah, million no on on the table, yeah. So, you know, essentially, the <laughs> from the last bid, I think the thing that annoys everybody, John, is that you know, George has seen complete proof that that money is going in and then you hear the thing that I think annoys me more than anything yeah. is that when you see that little that little person um, Dennis Wise going on TV <laughs> saying oh he would accept this well to do to, this thing about her not showing the money she has yeah. to show the money before you do before you uh, can actually do due, due diligence so every yeah. time I hear yeah. people saying she's not showing the money she has to she has, she to, has to show to, yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, well, he's so, saying it. Yeah. Well, he, he's accusing her of being a, a bit of a myth. You know, right. that it's it, it's not there. Yeah. I mean, I, hey, that's that's him. I'm, I I don't know, but that that's the, coming uh, from his his, his uh, part. Yeah. The, the other thing I don't get about his his statement with that was how he found the talks exhausting. Yeah. He was in Miami for five weeks. He wasn't even doing any talking. He left mm. it all to a representative. Who what good name? Well, it must have been that was. engine. That must have been that engine meal. That's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> must have given him indigestion. <laughs> must have been a te- tedious seven courser. Aye. I mean, it's it just it, it's bizarre um, to come out with a statement like that that you're frustrated after this these exhausted and tedious talks that you you barely took part in. I mean, even if you did take part in them, it's not hard to pick up your phone and use Skype these days, except here where it's no. not like well, no. that's the other matter. But you would know um, this. He's not taking part in it. He must, John. You would. Is he taking? Is he actually he taking part in the talk? Because it doesn't sound like he is. But he says that he is. I think he. The only t- Well, he's only met him once. Obviously, it was mm-hmm. that uh, Indian restaurant. Um, and the rest of the time, I don't think he's been in direct conversation. I think he's left it to others. But the, the only thing I, I remember when at the start of this, when this all started, I wanted it done by, you know, uh, Christmas, yeah. right? So she essentially has done everything, even though the bid's not there for him quite yet. She's kind of did everything that he's what that he wanted to happen. He just hasn't agreed it. Now, when it comes to setting a deadline, you all set the deadline, and basically you're, you're waiting for other people to, um, you know, to, to decide. So well, to me, it's a, it's always a negotiation. We all know how they go. It's it's going to be about the, you know the crockery the. The, the training ground, whatever it is. So you shouldn't really, 
if somebody's giving you a bid, you don't like it, well, okay, there's another one, and you, then you have another one. It shouldn't be any prams being, any toys being thrown out of that pram because you've got the person that's interested. Mm. And he has said, obviously, quite clearly, that he wants the, you know, for somebody to come in to take the club forward. And I think the only reason uh, Amanda, Amanda, you know, made that statement, she had, she had no other, she had to. It's a bit like uh, Hillary Clinton being accused of, uh, in the press, of uh, covering up for a, a child molester, uh, somebody who's making uh, abuse. But somewhere along the line, if somebody calls you the names that he did, and they were very, very, very nasty, and it wasn't the, the, the reason why I know it was him is because the the, the whole text of what what he said was very, very probably the worst I've ever heard a person in business call another person names. In that manner. Yeah. So when he when he does that, uh, she's done nothing wrong. She's, you would think he would think, okay, I'll wait, I'll wait, I'll wait. But somewhere along the line, he might he might just be thinking, you know what, Rafa brought the reason for this takeover is Rafa Benitez. So I'm going to kick, kick, kick until I until I get it. But fundamentally, he just thinks in his mind, I'm not going to give any money. And this is where you might know better than us, but. Well, I, think I, guess. I think that's I think that's very good, Andrew. What you've just said there, I think uh, I think you've got him spot on. <laughs> He's a confrontational bloke um, who, if he doesn't like somebody, and also he's not daft. He knows how all this was set up. Mm. You know, Raffle was involved. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he won't like that. He, he won't like the fact that Raffle mm. is uh, a messiah. As, you know, as far as the fans are concerned. Um, you are dealing with a very original character, aren't you? Um, you never know what's going to happen next. All I would say in his yeah. defence, and I don't, don't defend him <laughs> like that, he has put he has put money into the club, which a lot of people haven't in the past. You know, he has put money in. Um, you can say, well, a lot of it has come from the TV money and etc. etc. But at the end of the day, he's the owner. It is his money. Um, so I don't mind him wanting his money back, but like the majority of people, just get out the club, Mike, sell it up, because mm. otherwise this club will just stagnate. Well, in fact, not stagnate; it will go backwards. Well, could, could uh, I'm, I'm just I'm not going to pay a devil's advocate pick, but even though Sturridge went to West Brom, could he be thinking like Troy Deeney has insinuated as in the press that they don't think he's going to be there anyway at the end of the season, so they're not going to go. I can understand the yeah. Jorgensen one because Jorgensen wouldn't have that th- forethought in his brain to think, well, Rafa and I might be not, not there next season. But with the other players, if, if they're, if, if they're going to buy into Rafa Benitez and Newcastle United, somewhere in their brains they're thinking, well, if he's not going to be there, like, the problem is a lot of fans, and I'm, obviously I've been reading, you, you would see it as well, and so would Neil, but uh, possibly the fact that if he, does, he doesn't get anybody, it could lead to him uh, leaving the club and obviously they and, and I you, somewhere along the line yes you've got to give you've got to give oh, I'm, I'm looking to give him credit at all to be honest with you but um, when you know he's the only time he, he actually did anything good was when the championship season when we went down and he, and he flashed the cash he allowed him to yeah. get on with it so that's that at that time it's like okay great we're going in another direction but then he says look I'm going to sell it so you know Everything was set up, but if he is thinking to myself, 
oh well you know they're setting me up to fail he just thinks well I'm, I'm not going to give any money but the fact that people are saying well he's put a lot of money in Neil would know this more than anybody he's taking a hell of a lot of money out and if the commercial revenue if we're not making any money from commercial revenue which is to me the biggest sin of all you should be making hand or fist money when it comes to uh, you know, with you know promoting Newcastle United and having to wait now to well the man, essentially they're saying the man's going to wait until the end of uh, sorry when the the TV money comes in that everybody finds out how much it's going to be you know why are we waiting that long <laughs> they must all know how much it's going to be surely Neil and I'll ask to ask well, you uh, look Andrew it, 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 he's, he's put money in but you've also got to factor in two relegations in that way you, you have to put more money in and, it, and, and if he invested wisely in, the, in, in transfer windows where he elected not to in the two seasons we got relegated we would probably not have been relegated some of the, some of those decisions he took took us down and therefore cost himself money um, I think if you then look at, at where we're at now in terms of commercial revenues well we're behind what he is and I think that if you look at again go back to the, 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 the bid for PCP Capital we talked about this the other week he asked for 20 odd years of accounts why? because you've got to remember that Amanda Staveley was involved in a bid to buy Man City and involved in a bid to buy Liverpool, both of whom at one time were our peers. I think you could say quite fairly. They will know where they were then, and they will know where we were then. And I'm damn sure they know where Liverpool and Man City are now, and they can see where we are now, and there's some glaring holes. And I think when it comes to taking money out of Newcastle United, um, certainly what Mike Ashley is selling is not what he bought categorically and I can tell you that from my involvement with, with the bid by the trust and that from what I've seen of another bid that I was close to out here in Dubai um, what was on the table for those guys is not what's on the table now, there's land missing, there's property missing, there's all kinds missing that were in the portfolio of Newcastle United that were in the entity that Mike Ashley bought and finally when it comes to putting money in he also if he'd done his due diligence properly wouldn't have had to put another 70 million in on the mortgage that was due to be paid in full on when he bought the club if he'd actually looked at the small print properly. So there's a, there's a lot of counter-arguments you can put to that and a lot of things you can look at in the bigger picture about what's gone in and what's gone out. The bottom line is there was a restructure of Mike Ashley's companies in 2013, I think it was, where he created Mike Ashley Holdings Alpha and Beta mm. and St. James's Holdings was re reapportioned within that and those things shuffled around and the, the people have looked at it in depth and still can't work out where stuff went. Um, it was so complex it was, it was untrue, and it looked at his entire business portfolio. So I think the, the guy's very, very good. This is how he makes money. This is, this is where he makes money. I mean, how much money's gone to make Ashley's companies from the sale of the land over the Gallagher, for example? So, 20, so you would, John, when it comes to, the, when it comes to what, he's, what Neil just said regarding the land, the 20 years of accounts, everything he's done, I presume it'll be in black and white. It will be to say, okay, the money's gone here, the money's gone here. What's, you know, when it comes to everything regarding the land of Newcastle United, essentially when Amanda, whoever takes over, um, might have to buy, <laughs> buy back bits of, of Newcastle United that, that he has took away. Um, so it could, so basically there could yeah, be another yeah, set yeah. of... It, yeah, if, that, if, if, if it's not built on, yeah. 
that might might be too late, might let some of some of it. Mm. But the thing is, we're all agreed. Yeah. Fifty-two thousand people agreed that go every other week. They want Mike Ashley to sell up. So, yeah. but agreed, John. strange, strangely for me is that there's not other people. Well, mm. there are other people, but not real major concerns. I mean, no. you know. As I keep on saying, I don't think 300, well, 300 million or 350 million is a lot for a football club of Newcastle's size and mm. potential. And yet, well, Neil will know better than me where he lives now because I've been talking to people trying to drum up support, you know, to, to get Newcastle sold, and and they just don't want to know for some reason. Oh yeah, we'll be interested in a London club, or we might be interested in uh, Liverpool or something like that. But geographically, they don't buy Newcastle, you know, which, which is disappointing. But you you can't change people's mindset about that. So it is it is hard to sell it. But you know, he did have somebody with interest uh, in it, uh, Amanda Staveley. All right, she might not have gone gone uh, gone about it the right way. But there is there is interest there, and he just seems to have knocked that back now. And there's nobody else out there. So as I say, we're in. We're in cloud cuckoo land at the moment. There's just nothing happening. Is Neil going to jump in? Well, he, he, he seems to be waiting for somebody with four hundred million pounds burning <laughs> the back hole, burning the hole in the back pocket of his candora to wander the desert and go. No, I want that one. Um, I, I think interest in the northeast is, is, is mm. actually bigger over here than you you did actually anticipate. Um, if you look at the the the, the money that the Jamira Group were prepared to put into Durham. County Critic Club before they had the plug pulled by ECB. Um, the transport links to Newcastle with the direct Emirates flight, don't underestimate that. There's not many cities right. have a direct flight daily. Right, well, get, get and, working, and Neil, come on. Get well, working, hey, mate. mate, honestly, <laughs> honestly, I, I work in DME, the last few few months has been bonkers. Um, but th- th- there's certainly more sort of interest in the region than you'd, you'd, you'd kind of suspect um, but you're right in, in the fact that if we were a London club would have been sold ages ago there's no doubt about yeah. that yeah. absolutely no doubt about that it's, it, it's the old Kevin Keegan thing about trying to convince people that London, that Newcastle was closer to London than Middlesbrough at one time Rob, Rob, uh, Rob, Rob Lee, Rob Lee. Yeah. Um, but it's it's exceptionally frustrating but equally I think people are very wary of dealing with Mike Ashley. He's had some uh, curious dealings out here in the Middle East. Um, he was involved with a sports shop brand out here that suddenly disappeared. And now all of a sudden there's a sports direct appeared and that's not really doing much. Um, he, I know he's certainly absolutely upset an individual once when he was, was due to come out here and everybody assumed it was about selling the club and it wasn't. It was about to do with these sports um, mm. empire um, and, and sack the meeting off to go drinking uh, down in Verasti in the, in the marina um, allegedly yeah well I, 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 can back, I can back that up Neil yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, I heard that he, he upset people about his habits not his business mm. habits but his personal habits yeah so and, and, and so it, 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 it's a curious one I, I think people are very reticent to do business with him um, and I think that also is why the commercial revenues at the club are affected. It, it, it's a tainted brand because they've got to sit next to his brands. 
and I think some some people are very wary of putting money in in that that way because yeah. they feel that their their reputation will be dragged down by association. Mm-hmm. Um, it would become this bizarre zombie stroke ghost rudderless ghost ship of a club on a skeleton staff of people who are trying to do their best. I mean, yeah. the firefighting that was coming from within the club when the the news was made by Ashley, the club still haven't got anything about it on their website because the club was, was desperately trying to firefight from within. Um, and that shows th- th- this odd pull in two directions that, you know, certain things within the club were finally allowed to go a different way. And then it was all reined in again when the HMR- HMRC thing blew up. Um, which still looms large, by the way, and everybody's not talking about that at the moment because yeah. they're too busy worried about what's going on mm. on the pitch and are we signing players and what's happened to the sale and 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 and. Um, and it's like it, it, it's a it's, it's a catalogue of of bad management, of non-management, uh, of of absentee ownerism, uh, of almost people say he's a gambler. I, I don't even know if this is a gamble or if this is just mm. apathy. Do you not think? I think is when it comes to the the transfers bit, John. When is is it not a mistake that? Because obviously a lot of people are going to blame Charlie for all of this. Because, but the thing is, if if he's got the green, you would know more than us. But this green light business, that to me that that means a lot of things. Because if you're leaving um, yeah. Charlie to do the deal, somewhere along the line, Rafash, if he if he if he wants to get it done. You would think, yes, he, he could work with Lee, Lee Charlie to get it done, because if they're leaving, if because it, it, to me it's like, well, okay, get it done. Who's who's that? Who's actually doing I, that deal? Who is it? I, well, I, I can tell you exactly. I think what's happening there is obviously Rafa has his list of players. Yeah. Uh, until it was way past the middle of January, neither he or Lee Charlie had heard from. Uh, Mike Ashley on transfer business so we're now getting up to about I don't know January the 20th January 1st suddenly Mike Ashley comes to his senses and gets a message to Rafa quotes right do what it takes to keep us in the Premier League so Rafa yeah fantastic so he uh, gives his list to well Charlie's already got the list and Charlie and a couple of others start ringing round or whatever um, and that's where the problem starts because Rafa is away from this now and I'm afraid that in the past Lee Charney has been too clever for his own sake um, and say suddenly a loan fee is discussed, oh we're not paying a loan fee well everybody else does now um, so they're living in the past they're trying to be clever with their deals trying to get the best deals they can but alright you know years ago that's understandable but we're in a different world now we're in a world of people you know paying out 50 million 60 million for players you know in the Premier League now we're not going to come up to that but you can't start haggling over 1.5 million loan fee which I think has happened over storage um, you know you just got to just got to go out there it's it's desperation at the moment alright I give them uh, credit for bringing in Kennedy I think Kennedy improves the squad Um you know, but you need more than one player, and we desperately need this striker. Now, if we get to the end of the window, and we we haven't brought in a striker, 
then all hell will break loose. Um, you can say goodbye to the manager in the summer. Um, you know, because but he's never walked out, though, has he? He's never walked out of the club, has he? That's a, I think a lot of people... No. Do, do, do you not I, think I, that I, Ashley I don't, thinks... I don't, I don't think he'll walk out of this, but I think it'll be a situation where it will blow up and the two won't be able to work together and there'll be a... Because it's in Rafa's contract that he has to pay 12 months' money if, mm. if he walks, you know. So unless a club comes in and says, right, we're going to pay you that, then I don't think he'll do that. But I think he will get into a situation where the two won't be able to work and, you know, a, a mutual agreement will will uh, play out. But the next the next two days are absolutely crucial to the future of Newcastle United. But the thing is, I think um, uh, the, the team in Holland have said if there's no agreement by six o'clock tonight... Oh, yeah. Then... And I, 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 it has to be there won't, there, there won't be there won't be any they've, all, they've all already released something on Twitter saying it's off yeah there you go they're out of negotiations there you go that's another one gone hmm. Newcastle trying to be clever again because look Newcastle know what the fee is because they not have just got him in because <laughs> they not just got him in and said okay well we'll, we'll arrange it all <laughs> how well, can you you just give up, don't you? I mean, so who's the, who's hey, the person that would have tried to renegotiate? Would that have been Charlie? Would it have been Ashley? It'd be Charlie. It'd be Charlie. Oh, Ashley won't be involved in it. It'd be Charlie, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I I thought it wouldn't be Charlie because if this because if he he should know better than anybody that it, it's fine if you've got if you're like doing a deal and, and you're sending and, a quick text and, message and, to Mike Ashley. And, Andrew, you're talking about somebody who was utterly underqualified and incompetent mm. the job he does. It's as simple as that. Since the day he was given the role, everybody's questioned his competency, his stature, and his, and his level of respect within the game to do the job he does. And he's trying to be a smart ass all the time. Yeah. Uh, look how many deals like, are broken down. Look how many absolutely. deals are broken down. Like he's trying to be a smart ass with the HMRC. Mm. Why was he the part of the focus of that investigation? because he thinks he's bloody clever. And I'm sorry, he's, he's utterly incompetent in his part and implicit in the, well, this whole thing. And there's absolutely make no bones about it. He's Mike Ashley's man in place, and I'm, there's times I wonder if he's there deliberately to obstruct. Because mm -hmm. I just don't get what he's up to sometimes. No, I, I, I see where Neil's coming from, and, you know, there's, yeah. there's part of me thinks that. They're doing this out of devilment. Or, you know, it, yeah. it's, it's shocking. It's it's like um, I think is it would it not be in like Rafa obviously leaves it to them but you can imagine on Wednesday what what I don't, I don't even know I don't even know what time the the window closes eleven o'clock at night so you can imagine oh God doesn't bear think about it because you got Burnley at home it could because you you know you can I can I can imagine tomorrow he'll straight back everything. But there's yeah. bound to be. Well, it'll still be hopeful, won't it? It'll still be hopeful. He'll be hopeful, yeah. Hopeful. But he, but he'll be very. I think you're gonna you're gonna see because the last couple of days I love I love the way he said, "Oh, Newcastle fans are very clever. They understand everything." And he's always trying to get the message out. But so, somewhere along the line, I don't think it's a. I don't think my actually believes it's a gamble because he just thinks these guys aren't going away. So why should I go go into my pocket? Because he deep down he just thinks Rafa Benitez won't allow Newcastle to go down. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, well, let's be fair. I I think Newcastle got the worst squad in the Premier League. Um, And what Rafa has done so far is is a miracle. You know, to get them, well, into the top eight, wasn't it, early on the season. And to keep them out of the bottom three at the moment, I I think he's a miracle worker. But, you know, that, that is a hell of a gamble. And also, don't forget, one of those clauses in uh, Miss Stavely's uh, contract is relegation. So, I mean, relegation would cost them, I don't know, depends who you believe, but it could cost them another 100 million. You know, it could knock the club down by 100 million. Look look at look at uh, Aston Villa, what Randy Luna wanted for them and what he eventually sold them for once they yeah. got relegated. Ellis Short yeah. can't get rid of Sunderland for 90 million. What? Yeah, yeah. I'd have worth less than his house in London. The thing is, I think and, he would and sell and it. I don't, don't, and I don't see that as a, as a slight on Sunderland. That's mm. the ridiculousness of the situation yeah. that they've got. Yes, it's there, but yeah. for the grace of God. In the yeah. hell you what, that could be us next season. Yeah, exactly. Well, can you imagine the scenario, right? 11pm comes. Mm. We've lost at home to Burnley. I don't think we will, by the way. We've got... I think we have got a chance against Burnley. But say Newcastle lose against Burnley and Rafa hasn't got anybody in at 11 mm. o'clock. Can yeah. you imagine what Thursday morning's going to be like? Oh, God, can you imagine? Also, okay. I mean, the only, the only way out of this, and it'll never happen, is for the fans to boycott the club and not buy any season tickets. Well, it's just the problem. You, 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 you yeah. two know Newcastle fans are at the moment. Yeah. They're not, never going to do that. Well, I think it's two weeks as up. I think well, by the end of next, by the end of this week, I believe I, that I if you're, I have to say I've had so many people sending me messages saying, "What do you think we should do?" Lads yeah, I've known for years, lads I've known who've gone for years, who've had season tickets for years. Um, you know, people who who I would never have thought would have ever contemplated giving up that ticket. And they're giving them up. They're just not renewing. They've had enough. Right. And I think, think come renewal deadline, we're going to see either extensions or more offers put in place to try and entice people to renew. Because I think they're going to get a surprise. I genuinely oh. do. I think this could be the moment. This could be the Martin McDonald, Gordon Lee moment of right. this generation of fans. Um, we The one thing I've, I've always had time for Mackham's about is that they will fought with their feet when they're not happy they let the club know about it we've had since since that the whole Keegan era where becoming a season ticket was pretty much the only way mm. you could get into the ground people have been frightened to let them go and that fear has gone now because the fear has been taken over by apathy resentment and hurt mm. And, and I think it's changing people's minds. And I think, well, you know what, I'll just go with a fancy. Mm. And, 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 and they're in for, I genuinely believe they're in for a shock. Just just for no other reason, the amount of conversations I've had about it with people who are saying, I'm thinking of chucking this in, mate. What, what do you think? And and, and these, are, these are lads I go back to school days with in many cases, and lads I've done fanzines with and, and, and chewed the fat with and stuck my head above the parapet with, marched in protests with, stood in the thin black and white line with and done all sorts with in me time lads I would never thought would have turned around and said do you know what this Saturday I'm going to find something else to do mm-hmm. um, and it's happening well, like how, how did you feel John when they, obviously they, we got beat the weekend I personally felt nothing 
We lost. I did. I, well, I wasn't. Well, was I wasn't upset. Was, I wasn't well, upset about well, it. It was so so predictable, wasn't it? I mean, mm. you know, um, I just thought uh, Chelsea's first goal summed us up. You know, mm. I, I mean, crikey, have you seen a, a, a player have so much space in the in the penalty area? So it just taps home. You know, that's why. Uh, I just. I don't know. It 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 just pains you to see it. I think that, the problem yeah, also is that game, that game for me. The people who've been crying out to see more of Mbemba um, and Saviet mm. see, have seen in that game why we've not seen more of Mbemba and Saviet. And I think also Mankilo again. Mm. Um, I don't know whether he's got some sort of mal epilepsy or something and gets distracted <laughs> by shiny things. Because he's got all the attributes to be a superb fullback. But then every now and again, somewhere around about the 19th minute of the game, he seems to switch off. Mm. Oh look, a low flying aircraft, bang, one nil. You know, it, it, and it's 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 frustrating. Um, it, it, it's it's exceptionally frustrating. And and I think we're we're at this point where, I mean, my my day uh, yesterday with that game, I was expecting to finish work and catch the second half. And uh, as it transpired, a late cancellation meant I was able to sneak away. I got to the. The, the bar where I meet the lads to watch the games literally it's five minute walk down the road from, from work and I walked out the, out, the, out the work got into the lift and couldn't understand why the lift wouldn't take us to the right four because I wasn't pressing the right button basically stepped out of the lift into the bar as it were 1-0 one, one down and I'm stood next to a Chelsea fan and I thought well this is going to be a great afternoon um, <laughs> and as it, but, but like you Andrew I felt very little yeah, it, was, it was just yeah. I expected it um, but every 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 time I watch Newcastle, I think I'm watching a Championship side playing against the yeah. Premier League side. Because it is. Because we are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically, that's what it is. Nine of them. The problem is now we're going to be hope everybody's because Kennedy Kennedy's joined, who couldn't get a game for Chelsea. You you have to hope that he's going to be an absolute world beater. Because well, he's a decent player. He's a decent player. Though, yeah, right? he's a decent player. But you're going to have to hope for, like how, how can Manquillo play in that team because. You can't, you know, you, you, we've got out of him whatever we want to get out of him. Plus, we've got Jack Cole back there. This is the thing that really winds me up. The fact that uh, we want to be able to move on as a club and Colbeck hasn't even been shipped out yet. And, and, and you know, Raf has been very, very honest. The, the problem is, Raf has been very, very honest. And he's having to tell these players, right, you've got no future in Newcastle at the start of the season. And he tries to sell Darlow to Millsor, which would have gone through. And now he's having to. He's basically every time he tells somebody right, you're not going to play for the club. Like people, I, I don't get the situation. Like you, I think you get, especially you. Well, we all get it with Mitrovic. He's told Mitrovic that he's free to go as long as he gets another club abroad. He's yeah. told him that. So he's going to train every day, but he's known this for a long, long time. Yeah. So yeah. he's going. He's but, going. But you know, you know, my thing is about Mitrovic. Yeah. I don't think yeah. he's good enough. But yeah. I tell you what, I'd rather have him than Yoselin. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that's, that's, I hope we're not going to have another Yossalou scenario, you know, in the last couple of days of the window, where, oh, you, that's the only play he can have, because I'm afraid he's not good enough. It does, you only buy players, or you should only buy players in the Premier League to improve your squad. Mm. Well, not too many signings have improved the squad. And don't, and I don't know if you know, you know this, boys, but <clears throat> John Joe Shelby has come very close to being sold to West Ham. 
Um, we keep on hearing about it, don't we? That we yeah, um, there was well, spot on West Ham. So I know somebody close to David Moyes uh, about a week ago. They were quite confident of uh, being able to get him. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, that hasn't happened because you know you shouldn't strengthen somebody else's squad, should you? You know, well, he, he said it. He's come level. out. The thing is, if Moyes thought he'd get him last week, when I when I watched that press conference, he was absolutely well. He was mad. The thought of having to sell a player. To, to West Ham, he couldn't have he couldn't have been more clear. That I am not selling any of my players to rivals. Yeah. He was ve- yeah. he, he pointedly said that, didn't he? Yeah. So if Moyes thought last week he was going to get that play, well, <laughs> he obviously didn't ask Rafa or he didn't call yeah. him. He probably he, oh, well, 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 obviously it wasn't Rafa saying that. Yeah, so you exactly. can guess who was saying. It, so. <laughs> so you know, that's the thing is, yeah. and Pence again, isn't it? Yeah, the thing is that's the problem, isn't it? If, if they're ringing Charlie. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah, we're selling, we're selling, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's the problem. I still, I still think, in the wisdom of it all, every single conversation, in some respects, must be taped because every time he's, every time he's talking to somebody, he must have Ashley on listening in in some respects because if you know, if if the plot, to me, I don't get the end game. If, if we could understand the end game of the of the people above. Rafa Benitez uh, doing what they're doing and, and, and there's a bid out there for somebody to sell it I, I don't get what like you can't right. it, especially with I, the new I, contract yeah. you mentioned in your article yeah yeah. I, I can guarantee that Mike Ashley will not be feeling anything like the three of us feel ever yeah I believe that I, too I, I, I don't I, I don't think it bothers him that much it, it's yeah. like a it's like a toy you know that he he can uh, discard if he wants to. Well, he's trying to discard it. Um, I don't think he feels. I don't think he gets it. I don't think what he gets Newcastle United. Gets relegation, though, doesn't he? Like he's oh yeah, he gets it because of the uh, finances. Uh, I mean, that's what I was saying, uh, asking Neil earlier. You know, will, will the fans boycott? You know, mm. and that's the only thing that will hurt him: money, a lack of money, lack lack of season ticket sales. Five or ten thousand turn up at games, but I, I, I can't see ever happening. Uh, well, but that's the, that's the problem. Would, they they never get behind hard, anything, do they? They never get behind yes. anything. Newcastle fans never. It's very very hard. They're too, it's like, they're too, they're too, too loyal. you know yourself when you're on Twitter, Andrew. And mm. You say things on Twitter, and mm. you know they come back at you. Yes. You know they're very fiercely loyal to, to the club, which I admire. But sometimes, you know, that you've got to be cruel to be kind. I'm, to be honest, I'm, I'm very surprised because when it comes to when obviously Char, how, how Charlie can go to work and then meet with uh, Rafa in his office, sitting there with him, I I can't believe that they're actually they're actually speaking well, because this is the, if he if he's if he's done this especially like Rafa's gonna Rafa's gonna know anyway. It's going to come back to him that if they've well, asked for a, a, the fee, the, the, the loan fee, to be adjusted, well, if they don't think Rafa Benitez doesn't know what he's done, they don't know yeah. Rafa Benitez very well. No, no. Well, Rafa's going to go in and say, well, what's happened to such and such? Oh, he's mm-hmm. not coming. What's happened to such and he's not coming? He's not, you know, he's just going to go, go berserk, isn't he? Mm. I can't wait for your next article. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Sunday could be interesting, yeah. 
<laughs> so so to obviously you've got the we've got the the game coming up. Um, yeah. The thing is, is, what's your thoughts on Jacob Murphy? Because you must be impressed, like a lot of us are, with, with him. Oh, he seems to be the well, shining well, light, doesn't he? Well, 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 well to be honest, uh, I liked him at Norwich, and I uh, was very disappointed. I saw him in a pre-season friendly at Preston, uh, Preston Newcastle. I thought, crikey, what's happened here? You know, he he looked overawed, um, but. He's grown into the the club. I think it was obviously a bit too much for him at first, but he's he's an excellent player. I like his his brother as well, Josh Murphy, isn't it? Um, mm-hmm. at Norwich. He's still at Norwich. He's a good player. But no, I think uh, Jacob's going to be a, a very good player. Um, you know, he's, he he took that goal brilliantly, didn't he? Brilliant, wasn't it? Like a lot of composure. Yeah, um, against City. What... So you know that. I mean, that I, I think that proved to me that you're a good player. You know, if you can mm. be calm and uh, calm and collected, you know, against the, the would-be champions, you know, I thought I thought he was excellent. No, he's a good he's a good player, and um, he's definitely one of the pluses of the season. I think um, the, the problem you've got now with the with the team, obviously, it'd be interesting to see the dynamic with Kennedy, uh, who we you know how we play because. I think it, it, the home form is a real worry, isn't it? Because if we do get go away from home and we start to get nice results, the problem being yeah. that if, if we don't, you know, you, if you play the same James as we are going to, it's it's going to be an open game essentially. Mm. Most games are going to be open if we, if you know that the fact is I've I've always thought well, um, if Mitrovic because Mitrovic wants to go back to um, Anderlecht, isn't he? Yeah. And I, I think in Bember as well. Um, What's your thoughts on this Mbemba business? He hasn't—he hasn't even tried to learn English since he was since he's been in Newcastle. Very, very difficult, and that's allegedly one of the reasons why when they're in training, he doesn't speak very—he doesn't speak good, great English. So he's, he's obviously not listening to instruction. Doesn't stop Sergio Aguero. <laughs> he, he doesn't speak very good English either. But you know, yeah, I mean, you want them—you want them. You know, to to be part of the club, don't you? But it's what they do on on the field. I've been disappointed with him. I thought he had a you know a chance. Um, he he can play, but he hasn't he hasn't done it. I'm afraid. Um, like like, but although he was in good company with that, though, wasn't he? Um, yeah. Mitch, back to Mitrovic. Yeah. I feel a little sorry for him. He, he hasn't really. I mean, he's not my favourite player, but I don't think he's been given a fair chance uh, this season. Either, yeah. You know, he should have been brought on a few times. You know, try and prove the manager wrong. He's, when I see him playing for Serbia, he looks a different player. In fairness, but um, I, I do think he's been whatever people think about him, and you know the, the fact that he hasn't started in games because you know that obviously because there's only so much you can talk about his temperament. But if he if he starts and he does do well, that you know if if they're not decide you can't if he if he doesn't realise now that they're not going to sign anybody, he's had he's had to say well I'll I'll, I'll bring him in, but. This is the problem. If you if you're telling everybody known to man, dog, I don't fancy him. Mm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what if what if he now goes? What if he brings him in? He scores three or four goals, whatever. He's gonna have to, he's gonna have to start him anyway, John. So yeah. I don't understand yeah. the philosophy. If you're gonna, you, you you can't. There's a lot of players that he's had to go back and backtrack, which he obviously clearly doesn't like to do. But if he, if he has to do it, you know, it's the it's the man management and you know mm. the players love him, don't they? But they let I mean, him down on Sunday. That's a yeah. you know, that's a worry yeah, for me. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm I'm a huge Rafa fan, but Rafa mm. has made mistakes in the past. Mm. You know, at Liverpool, he famously sold Alonso, um, and he wanted yeah. to bring in Gareth Barry. 
you know, well, you know, for me, there's no comparison. So, mm. you know, Rafa has won the European Cup and he's done brilliantly in places, but he, you know, he, he can make mistakes. Um, and I think on the Mitrovic side, he, he thought, well, you've let me down, you know, when they were relegated, he missed chance after chance. So he didn't forgive him for that. Um, last season, he thought his temperament, he couldn't trust his temperament, which again was fair enough. This season, um, you know, he brought in Yosselu, and for me, you know, he's, he's not good enough. Um, and I think Mitrovic should have been given, you know, more opportunities because I think there's there's nothing wrong with the lad's attitude. You know, he's got a fantastic attitude, and that's why the fans, you know, still like him. Um, so yeah, I, I think he's been unfairly dealt with. Yeah, I think it. You know, I, I think on Wednesday. <laughs> the trouble I'd, is, we know. I'd, I'd, I'd play him. I'd play him on Wednesday. Yeah, I but think he won't. I think, he won't. He won't. Though, will he? No, I think somebody's. I think somebody linked uh, Dwight Gale. This is the. This is the issue, isn't it? The last, the last window, Dwight Gale was allegedly up for sale. Now we can't get anybody, and we couldn't get anybody in then. And now well, the. Well, I, I'm sure they're looking to get rid of him again, Neil. And well, this he's is done in free, Yeah, we don't know where he's going. to do it. He's, he's on the <laughs> Fulham. Fulham wants him. Yeah, but it's interesting that they. they They've said, um, Fulham have said that they, you're not getting Tom Kearney. He's been told he's not going. And then West Ham bid 17 million. And another story is that, which is unbelievable to me, that Oliver Olivier Giroud will go to Chelsea. What, what's your thoughts on that, uh, John? That, that to me is incredible. That, that, if that's allowed yeah. to happen. Oof, yeah. Well, if it wasn't for Mrs. Giroud, he'd be an Everton yeah. player now. Because um, yeah. th- that, that was all sorted. Um, mm. Talking about letdowns. That was sorted, and then two days before the, the summer transfer window closed, uh, at the end of August, um, Mrs. Giroud told uh, Olivia, no, I'm not moving up to Merseyside. Mm-hmm. And so that left Everton virtually no time to bring somebody in, and that, and that has cost them dearly. But is Giroud going to Chelsea? I'd be very surprised. I mean, that is just uh, helping one of your top four rivals. I mean... I can't understand for the life of me Sanchez being allowed to go to Manchester United in January. Mm. You know, it's just absolutely crazy. Yeah, I think... Um, <laughs> but the thing is, they've done it once. <laughs> why not Why not twice? The only thing I think about um, all this transfer information, it's more or less saying that um, if, if storage obviously goes on loan, which it looks like it's going to go... Uh, that leaves Troy Deeney available, which because West Ham are going to get him on. Now, yeah. it would that would be quite an interesting, but it, it's such a di- I'd, I'd take, <laughs> the I'd difference say, between I'd take, I'd take Troy Deeney. I'd take him. He, he, does does he improve Newcastle's squad? Yes. Yeah, he's not a top player, but he improves the squad, doesn't he? Yeah. And this is we would again, uh, Andrew Neil. We, we we're getting. It's desperation stakes, yeah. isn't it? We're 48 hours away from the closing of the window. Well, my understanding is, is Rafa gave his, his A, B and C list to Lee Charnley on January the 1st, and here we are, That's 48 yeah. hours to go. Now we're on the F, G and H. Well, or, or X, Y, Z, I mean, I've, I've got any idea where we are. Have we run our letters, or we're now on the double A's, the double B's and the double C's, or we're... <laughs> Oh, we don't the numbers, or, or perhaps yeah. I don't the strange little squiggles on the wingdings font on window. I'm not really sure what the hell we're on doing there. It's certainly not bringing is, in the right place. You still yeah. think? Yeah, I still think Jorgensen might happen, even though they've put a statement in. I think, 
you know, they want... The stupid thing is, I do think it's a bit rich, though, of people that are, I'm not going to name them, but they come out and say, uh, Newcastle have got their eye on a 20 million player, and then we don't offer 20. Now, if Lee Charney has rang somebody to say that, that is rank bad manners, essentially, because you're winding up Newcastle fans, and within a day of it coming out and saying, well, Newcastle are interested in a 20 million player, we don't know who it is. And then all of a sudden it comes out, I think it was the same day we found out who it was. And you think, okay, put the money up then, put the 20 million, get him, he's untested, we'll find out what he's yep. made of, but just just do it. And every other club, even now West Ham are supposed to be interested in the, it's amazing, West Ham have gone for all their whinging about what they do, they're going out there and they're, they're doing deals, like Sacco. Uh, been sold, oh. I think, and and now they're now they're after they're bringing somebody else in. At least they're at least they're backing their manager because they know they don't want to be accosted <laughs> when they well, when they go well, when they go away from home. The chairman, you know. Yeah. Well, the Bright Brighton have just brought in two players, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. You know, they've broken their club record and they've they've brought in uh, what's his name, uh, uh, Eloa, whatever you call him from Leicester. That's <laughs> his name. You know, the, the striker oh, that used oh, to be at Brighton. Yeah. yeah, that's him. So. You know, they're doing it. Yeah. Look, it, it, we've got this this legacy of our transfer record. We've not. It, it's it's 12 years since we've we've gone anywhere near breaking the transfer record. The the next length of time in the in the Premiership is six years, and that's Chelsea with with I think oh. I believe. Um, and that's the state we're in. Is is we've got teams who. Take, well, let's take West Brom as an example. Came up with us the last time, and they were miles behind us. We've been relegated and back up since, and now they they seem to be ahead of us. Mm. Um, and and it, 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 it's 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 a, it's a damn mess. When he says we can't compete with the likes of Stoke and West, West Brom, Brom mm. and you're like, well, hang on a minute, let's. Let's look at the figures. How can't we compete? Where, where's it all going and what's going on? And why are you frightened to invest? I mean, you'll not buy Troy Deeney because he doesn't fit the profile. He's got no sell-on value. He's too old and he costs too much money. So you can write that one off for starters. It's just not going to happen. We know what's going to happen. And, and we're going to be scratching round loans or signing weirdness in the next 24 to 48 hours if we do anything yeah. at all. Yeah. But have you heard it? Obviously, what? before you before you go, John, have you yeah. heard any anything that you've heard in the in the last couple of hours that you think could be a go? Yeah. Well, well the, one, one I'm he- one, the one I'm hearing, I'm quite excited by it, and you're right probably down. be let down <laughs> let down yet. Yeah. It's Slimani. <laughs> it is Slimani. We've been living with him for a while, haven't we? Yeah. 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 Um, but Inacio, right? Oh. Inacio as well. Yeah. What one of them? Yeah. Well, not both of them, obviously. Uh, but they won't pay for <laughs> them, though, that, will they? That would be. <laughs> But as, as you can imagine, you can both guess what they're trying to do with Slomani. They're not offering twenty million. They're trying to bring him in on loan. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, somebody will come in at the last minute and pay the twenty million, and you know mm. we lose out again. But mm. fingers crossed. Um, anyway, thanks for depressing me even more, boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, I want. I expect a text tomorrow if if. Uh, well, if you, when you've got anything that's going on so I can put it out there yeah, yeah. so let's let's find out but thanks very much for coming on and I look no, forward to your article and I expect a mention in and I expect a mention in the article 
because I'm just a Geordie gorgeous, okay? <laughs> Top man. <laughs> Thanks, John. Take care, Thanks, man. Bye bye. Yeah, I love John. He's fantastic. Especially when you tried to wind him up at the start, and that wasn't my intention either, Neil. Well, no, you jumped straight in there. I was like, that's not the question you've just asked. No, it's not a question, but it's, it's, <laughs> when he, when he, if you're going to use that logic at this moment in time for me, it's a logic that immediately gets spun back the other way. <laughs> if, you, if you're going to make it happen, pay the money. Well, I'll tell you what, Mr. Ashley, if you want to make signings happen, pay the money. It, 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 it's simple. It's, 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 it's a logic that doesn't sit with me. Well, talking about logic, uh, Lee Johnson has just called in uh, from Chester Street. Good evening, Lee. How are you? Uh, <laughs> uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think we're all sitting there this morning, and I must admit, I I was at work, busy days like like yourself. But when I saw the um, uh, the news came in, I, I saw lead rider uh, mentioned that um, they're looking to get storage in, and I was thinking it was alone. It looked like it was happening. I was like, oh God, that, that really, you know, even if it's one player. It's it's great. You never know what could happen with Mitrovic. They might look to get somebody in, like a Clemani or a Ignacio. And then it comes out that allegedly that they've tried to renegotiate a loan, the loan fee. And when they said they were expecting to come into Newcastle by train, when they could have easily got a helicopter to get his backside into, into that training ground, but no, they do him by train. And now he's going to go to West Brom, and you have to. And I can understand the West, Con- West Brom connection because he's got family there. He is from there, but it's Newcastle United, and uh, the fact that what's happened since. Well, uh, let, let, tell me what you think of what's going on currently. <laughs> what's going on currently? Um, it's been like this for ten, eleven years. No wonder, actually, I suppose. We shouldn't be uh, we shouldn't be really fooled by it anymore. Um, I have been we've been we I suppose we've been complicit in what's went on because we've just continued to turn up etc etc me included. But <clears throat> it's kind of kind of what what you do or what we do up here because obviously we love the football club. Uh, the Daniel Stewart thing today, yeah, I was pretty much like yourself. Um, regardless of his injury record, I thought well if you get if you get seven or eight games out of him. Seven or eight good games out, and I think we'll probably accumulate um, enough points to stay in the league. But it's all about the future of the club, really. I was thinking, well, ah, if he if he does some loan deals, yeah, just do some loan deals, mm. do some relevant loan deals. Then the summer comes and you sell up. That'll do me. Don't spend any proper money. Just do some loan deals and move on. But obviously that deal seemingly has gone now, gone west. But you know, why why not do it on the first of January? Mm. What? Yeah. Why not do it on the first of January? Why? Why now? You know, we've had enough time. Rafa Benitez, I, I watch it. I watch every single Rafa. Yeah. Watch every single press conference Rafa does on a Friday or whenever we've got a game. I always watch the full uh, full interview on NFC TV, and he's pretty much been saying the same thing. I've given him a list. I've asked about every question. I've given him a list. I've given him a list. Yeah, I'm confident. I've given him a list. Yeah, I'm confident. It's constant pressure by Rafa. I've been, you know, he uses the words they told him. Um, which I like, um, but even him, Andrew. I mean, I thought I, I honestly thought he'd come in and some of the missing statements and different things like that when he signed his contract. I thought there was going to be a change in the guard. Um, I thought he would be the one person who might um, get through to him. How wrong was that? <laughs> how mm. wrong? How wrong were we all? Um, 
I don't like using the word cancer, but uh, this man is cancerous to this particular football club. Um, so what's going to happen to you? Because your your season ticket's due quite soon, isn't it? Um, well, I'm on a 10-year deal. I'm on a 10-year deal, but as far as I'm concerned, I can, I can pull the plug if I want to. I, I've, I've, said, I've said for a while now, I mean, I mean the atmosphere, the atmosphere went the with the, the no signings and materialising. By the way, can I just say, one signing wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. But we, we have become that desperate, we all were thinking, right, one, one a centre forward of some kind of note. But we need, we need more than that. We've needed a number 10 for a while, we haven't, as, as well as a centre forward. Possibly another midfielder, maybe another left back. I can't he's coming, but he's not our player ultimately at the end of the day. So, again, the way we do business takes, takes our eyes off things that need fundamentally addressed. You know, we needed more than one player, but we're getting to the point where we've all become that desperate. We're thinking, God, just get one over the line, one of relevance, because everyone else is strengthening. We're now, we're now being linked with a defender, Eligum Mangala from Man City. <laughs> People are spending... Well, that's not where we need players. We're yeah, fine no, there. It's... it's not where we need players. We are fine there. And everyone else is strengthening in and around us. You know, let's say, for example, if West Brom gets um, Sturridge and Deeney, right? Mm-hmm. And Sturridge plays the majority of the remaining of the season. Uh, with him and Troy Deeney up front, and you hike round on into They'll the score goals, them too. They'll like. finish above us. Yeah. They'll finish above us. So there's one team below us who I believe will finish above us. So, you know, come Wednesday night, let's say nothing's happened. We'll turn up with a match. Um, it's likely to be potentially toxic. I suppose if we go 1-0 down... You know, um, anyone who is shouting any anti-Ashley obscenities should not be getting looked at or frowned upon by any fan within that stadium because, come on, man, what do you want? I mean, I've said now, like, since the season started and disappointed, I'm quite happy to join any kind of, you know, any kind of... um, Re- not revolution, but any kind of fun. It has to be any something. Kind of, any, kind yeah. of, any kind of movement which, you know, maybe tries to stand up to the regime. People say things don't work. And, uh, you know, you, you'll hoist something out online, you'll mention something, and people say, no, that'll not work, that'll not work, this'll not work. But, you know, I, I, I've seen Alex Sears from Two Faith put something out there the other day, and I, and I thought he was right. Um, the Tottenham walkout, um, that's... No, not walkout. Uh, the Tottenham and not the walkout. The, um, the boycott. Um, if you remember that summer, we actually probably spent the most we've spent in the Ashley era, and I, in the summer. And I think that obviously was a result of that particular walkout. I think people, I think Ashley might might have been a little bit spooked by that. People talking about banners and all that not working. Um, if you remember, well, I don't know if you guys do. I don't know if Neil was over at the time, but um, level seven, which was the singing section, they pulled out massive. Massive uh, banners against the regime. I mean, the stewards were shit hot that day, mm. and the security were up there like a flash, ripping it out the lads' hands. Mm. And then that, you know, that was disbanded in that summer. So he doesn't like he doesn't like negativity towards yeah, him. He doesn't like the folder. Yeah, because and he knows it affects his brand. Yeah. And I'm hoping tomorrow night, Andrew. I've seen a lot of people on Twitter asking the. Is the game tomorrow night or Wednesday? Sorry, sorry, Wednesday night. Wednesday, it's Wednesday. Night. I'm all over the place because of our shit. Um, I, I just want, I, I hope the lads, I know I see, I keep seeing people asking the lads who deal with the flags whether they've got anything particular planned and they all keep, 
I think they're scared to do that, though. They ask particular questions, Andrew, about anti-Ashley, anti-this, where they couldn't tell you if they were going to or not, because I think if the club got wind of it, this club, they would would put a stop to that straight away. So maybe maybe they have got something, maybe there's something in what they've prepared in terms of writing, maybe there's a banner that isn't naming naming him, but some kind of sentence which is going to... You know, ring true because it needs to be done. The thing that the thing has to be done. I think uh, you know. I'm reading obviously a bit more now, but uh, Neil, when it, what's your thoughts on what he's just said, Neil? And obviously, well, the Mangala thing—it's a bit of a strange one. And um, when it, I'm hearing, obviously, when I'm reading that, um, uh, Rafa Benitez did speak to Daniel Sturridge uh, this morning. I think I've lost Neil for a second. But like, um, I think I think the the interesting thing for all of us is, that I think we all want something constructive to be done, and uh, you know we we hear it here in the words Lee about the fact that uh, when um, you know no, nobody seems to be able to uh, want to join a person or a group to more or less or there seems to be an apathy regarding protests. Well. You know, the, you you can't have one without the other, and I, and I think it could be you know even if it means fifty two thousand people outside the stadium for five minutes. It'd be wonderful. In the and you know they're all they're all being you know to, asked not to go in whatever, but you know to stop people from going in just to give them an idea because it would it would, it would create absolutely headlines everywhere if we did something. Because we've got Man United, we've got Man United on the telly in two weeks. Well, I think I'd, can people wait because if because we they'll know on Wednesday night the game finishes a quarter to ten, ten to ten, whatever it is, right? There'll be an hour to go in the window, and the fact that we're being linked with a, a defender, Mangala, <laughs> it, it makes no sense whatsoever. Unless they're thinking, okay, I can get rid of Mbemba, which may it could be something of that nature. That's why they're being linked. But you know that one player who, who would have reinvigorated the season, we've now lost him. And you know we could we probably could have, could have West Brom come in earlier um, if we had if we had actually bid earlier for 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 storage because uh, it's it, to me they're coming now because they must think they've got a chance of get you know of getting rid of their defender. Was Alan, was Alan Pardew West Brom manager on the first of January? Was he? Was he? Did he took over by then? Uh, um, well, when we, when Neil, are you there? Do you know? I think he's gone somewhere. Um, I think he was. I think he was. Uh, he was. Yes. But I mean, I, like I said, I think the, the only, I mean, target wise, the only. The only target which has came out saying that were we were after was Jorgensen, so and that was last mm. week. So how long has it took them to decide what they were going to go after? I and mean, Benitez was quite clear every time he spoke. He kept saying, "No, I don't know my budget. <laughs> no, I don't know my budget." Mm. He kept saying, and that was kind of the middle. Of, that was up until the middle of January. I mean, to be honest with you, Andrew, let's be fair, man. It's a car crash, and yeah. it's always and it's always been a car crash. I mean, it's not like this is. Something that we're talking about for the first time either. I think we were talking about it on here last January when, mm-hmm. when he gambled. When he gambled um, that we had enough to get promoted, where we, you know, we had a little bit of a stutter. But if he backed Benitez in that window and uh, signed off on the 10, 12 million that needed, 
was needed to bring Andros Towns in, we would have pissed promotion. There wouldn't have been no last minute. Um, there wouldn't have been any kind of last minute getting over the line and went um, Villa equalised against Brighton. Um, and then you had a guaranteed Premier League player ready to play the following season. He would be one of our first. Uh, he would be on one of the first names on the team sheet within this squad. There's no doubt about that. So. You know, that would have speculated to accumulate. Now, and like I said, he's, he would get linked in the summer of like 20, 30 million plus. So it's just, it's the foresight. It's like, it's like, Andrew, I, I think now, is it is everything being done on purpose? Because surely it can't be a coincidence. It continually happens. So is he doing it on purpose? Is he doing it for a laugh? Does he enjoy what he's doing? Or does he just believe that we're all that stupid, we'll just continue to turn up? And the mm-hmm. fact that in, in-house fighting starts where people will start saying, oh, you need a back the team, not the regime, da-da-da-da-da, which I, obviously you continue to hear a lot, which I just think, oh, God, he's got to buy the ball of this bloke. And mm-hmm. even that kind of changes opinion. So I don't know what's right, I don't know what's right for wrong with him. It's just, it's just incredibly annoying. I think the fact that he, he turned around and he said he had, he had this green light to buy players from the owner. And every, every, I must say, I was actually starting to give um, Charney a break. I thought, well, he's not the one essentially behind the, the trigger to, to get these players, but he is. And, you know, even, even tonight, it, it, I was enlightened the fact that every time that there's a, you know... A, Signing and the fact that John Richardson was called up by somebody in the club to say he won't believe this, but we've managed to get Daniel Sturridge, and then within a space of an hour, and Newcastle can't turn round and say, especially especially when you read it. Um, um, I'll just connect uh, Neil back in, but um, the fact that he's he's now possibly could be the one, the devil in the details. He could be the one actually. Um, sabotaging uh, the whole process because he he, might, he, he knows he, he's going to be kicked out of the club if the takeover happens anyway. He does. He does Mike Ashley's work. Mike Ashley tells him exactly what he's got to offer. Mm. Let's be let's be honest. I don't think. Uh, the end of the day, there's one man who signs off on everything, and the man who tells you that he's not hands on. He is full of shit. He mm. is he is the man who says yes and no on everything. He is the one. He will go in low balling um, and tell it, tell um, Lee Charlie exactly what he has to do. Lee Charlie is just a glorified golfer. Mm. He's a middle man. It's nothing to do with him. It's all about Mike Ashley. Mike Ashley is the person. He's the common common denominator in all the problems at Newcastle United. That's a fact. Mm. Anyone who's looking at Lee Charlie, the direct grief at Lee Charlie, please, God, know why. What's the mm. point? What's mm. the point? He's just the errand boy. He's the errand boy who's been put in place. To act as the go-between to yes, potentially take stick because Mike Ashley can't be bothered to change it. it can't be bothered to turn up and watch his football team play. So, nah, I'm not having that. Like, yeah. Neil, are you there? You're back. I in? am. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, obviously, we'll be. I'm afraid. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I think you do anyway. But uh, tell me, what are your thoughts on this link with Mangala? Uh, do, do, have you got any idea why there would be the, a link with Mangala and? Obviously, there's so many links at the moment. Because there was players. a link at the start of the season, and everybody's now scrambling to see what's going on. Um, <laughs> it's as no. simple as that. No, nobody knows what's happening. Uh, somebody's chucking names out just to keep the tongues wagging. So we're focusing on who we might be signing, not who we've missed out on. There you go. 
Yeah, it's, it's, I think um, the, the, I think the thing that hurts me is that he, Rafa did speak to um, Sturridge today, and he, you know, obviously telling him what, his, what the plan is, everything like that, and then for him to then decide to go to to West Brom, <laughs> you know, they, if I think it has to come out if or I, I'm sure Rafa won't say it, but somebody needs to come out and say, well, you know, if. If Newcastle are furious that he's gone to somewhere else, well, it's in a space of in the morning with a space. Of, probably I would suggest within an hour, it's all changed again. The fact that he's gone to West Bromwich Albion because if Rafa's speaking to you and everything's agreed, then okay, why why would he then turn and go go to to West Brom uh, in in a space that of well quickness because the deal would have been done first thing this morning because I'm sure Rafa got the ground and got the okay from. Um, Everybody need to get the okay from, and then it's changed in, in the space of an hour. You know, they they're, they're de- <laughs> you know they're, they're definitely um, cons- they're definitely undermining a manager who they say in a paper, you know, through an, a paper, oh, we're going to offer him a, uh, an extension, and and then Rafa responds and says, oh yeah, we'll talk about the extension when these two things happen. So why offer an ex- why would you offer an extension if you if essentially you are going to try to undermine them because they're basically trying to they're basically trying to say they're trying to do everything they can in their powers to keep Rafa Benitez and if Rafa Benitez says that he's leaving mm-hmm. they've done all like they've done all that he can by offering them a contract so basically trying to say that he's letting you down by leaving because we we've offered him a contract I mean do they actually think we came down on the last ship I mean, there's no way. There's, I mean, let's be fair, right? Rafa Benitez is not going to sign a new contract at this current moment in time. Rafa Benitez still has time to run on his current contract, so why mm-hmm. sign a new contract? Why sign a new contract for where people are just basically undermining you? In terms mm-hmm. of what you've said there about Daniel Sturridge, um, um, Andrew, uh, yeah. the, the thing is, it could have. It, it could have changed, the, you know, things could have happened. Someone could have been in his ear that might have changed the goalposts. Tomorrow, Rafa's press conference before Burnley is going to be incredibly interesting, by the way. Mm. Very interesting. Everything he says tomorrow is going to be key as to what's happening before Wednesday. And I don't think he's a man who holds back. So tomorrow... I hope he is pushed to answer questions and I hope he answers them smartly because let's be honest, man, we're all being taken for a ride. Well, we I think have, we've been getting taken for a ride for a long time. I was going to say, the, the one about Neil, and I'll ask uh, Lee in a second, but Neil, you, now that hmm. I'm, I'm looking, obviously I'm looking at probably what you're looking at, but when it comes to da- Danny Ings, was, has always been a Newcastle target from the, a long, long time ago. And but I remember him saying he wants to stay at Liverpool. He wants to stay at Liverpool, and he has been. I think he played a couple of games, but not from the start uh, mm. lately. But now he's been linked with Stoke. Now, if you guys have wanted, yeah, it's not, ha- not happened. They've let Coutinho go. They've let Sturridge go. Yeah, nobody's come in. It, he is not leaving Liverpool. I agree. With, I agree with Neil. There. That'll not happen now. Because Klopp, Klopp's now shown how actual little power he has. The Coutinho deal confirms that. Um, so the, it might happen, but I doubt it, because that really would leave them so short of um, up, uh, players up front. Uh, it's it's ridiculous. So I don't excuse me. I don't see Ings going to Stoke. 
I really can't. Mm. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I never, because I, I always thought storage was always going to be at the equation. Anyway, I, don't, I never thought we'd get him. <laughs> the fact that he comes available, then we are getting desperate because I am thinking, well, <laughs> who else could we go after? And then you think, well, Danny Ings could be that person, but he's always said, doesn't he? If you let if you let Storage go, he wouldn't he wouldn't actually let um, um, Danny Ings go because, well, first of all, he's got he's got a good pace. He's always been quite electric, and um, even with the injury he's got, and you could. The thing is, every single club below us, and it's obvious in the clubs above us, they're all going to be strengthening. And the fact that it's even more sickening that Alan Pardew is going to get uh, Daniel Sturridge, because when, when he was Newcastle manager, he always said he'd like to get, he's all interested in getting uh, Sturridge, and basically he's getting him for a song. And the only thing, I, I'll be amazed if Sturridge stays there, you know, if, uh, especially at West Brom at the end of the season. Because I, you can't imagine they'll have first have the funds, but I think somebody pointed out last week when it comes to the because it's World Cup season, a lot of players are either going to move early as soon as it's, when it comes to before they go away uh, to play the games because when they come back, uh, then they're all not going to be available because the it, 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 the season starts at the same time. So uh, I think Newcastle have have not done everything they should have especially when they were given every single link that that they wanted what player they wanted from day one in January the 1st now the only thing that needs to happen is if if we get to where we, we think we're going to get to on that day Lee Charnley with, there should be protests going on in that ground or afterwards the next morning to get that son of a bitch out because you know they, we can't allow this to happen year after year after year we're basically on a on a wing and a prayer because he is doing his job. That that's how it's going to be. Think that he's doing his job, but you know the the whole stability of Newcastle United is depends on you know on the takeover. But they could quite easily walk away because if he if if he turned he, essentially, I think if if we don't send anybody, he could quite legitimately walk away on Thursday morning. And would he have would he have grounds like Kevin Keegan like last oh. time being lied to? Would well, he have grounds he, like Kevin Keegan? Because Kevin, you've got to bear in mind Kevin Keegan ended up taking Mike Ashley to court. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> one, yeah. You know that, and yeah, in in you know, um, I would imagine Rafa Benitez being a smart man he is is keeping a dossier of everything that's gone wrong. Everything. Yeah. Uh, you would, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would. You have to. You would have to. Because if it's you're, six million, it's if it's six if six million pounds depends on it. Especially if he's got to if he's got to pay that money. I heard him talking the other day. I heard him talking the other day, Andrew. He was talking about the. I believe this club could be um, after the Chelsea game. I think he was chatting again, saying and its potential. He uses that. He says club, really club, club. And I was just like, I know there again. He's talking about the potential of the club, and you know he he believes that the club has potential, but we're literally being handcuffed by this owner. You know, he's literally got us in straight jackets, and we can't do anything about it. It's just, it's, it's maddening. Um, I still, I still believe we have a chance of staying up, and it's only on the back of the manager's organisation. But I have to say, I did see a chink in that armour the other day because um, talking about a football instead of mm. transfers. Uh, it's the first time I've seen this Newcastle team look um, 
a bit jaded and disinterested yeah. in the second half against Chelsea, so that was a bit of a worry. But you know, we could have, we could have, we could have had that Jorgensen. Um, it, it, the deal could have been done. Yeah. Feyenoord clearly were willing to talk. You could you could tell by what they were saying. You could tell what 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 Van Bronckhorst was saying. He was unsure if he was going to be here, so they had a, they had an asking price, and we just had to pay the money. Now, as somebody who my best mate, one of my best mates who comes over to visit me, is a Feyenoord season ticket holder, so I dip in and out of watching them. And he is a he was. He would have been a hundred percent improvement on what we currently have available to us up front. There's no doubt about that. So that would have been a, that would have been a good investment. I think people are getting hung up on the cost because the fact we haven't broken our transfer record for so many years is quite embarrassing anyway. But 20 million for a centre forward these days probably guarantees you about 12 goals a season, 12 to 14 goals a season. That's it. Mm. So in reality terms, it would have been it would have probably just done enough. Have kept us up. What I think he needs to do now, though, Andrew, and you and know, I might agree or not, I, I really, really do think mm. we need to get Mitrovic. If we're not going to sign anyone, get Mitrovic his head on mm. and get him back within the squad and get him clean mm -hmm. and available. Because I'm sorry, I think he offers more than Josselu. Um, although I like Josselu, he's a likeable lad, he works hard. I just think if we're not going to sign anybody and Rafa stays, it's going to be all hands on deck. It doesn't matter the lads who aren't playing. He needs to get them all back in and it needs to be all hands on deck until the end of the season because it's, it's going to be a tough slog. But uh, I still think we're going to do it. I just think that we're going to find it more incredibly difficult because everyone else is going to add to their army where we're going to be kind of stuck with the same tried and tested all these lads are trying but I thought I seen you this year I did think against Chelsea in the second half I, I just thought that looked a little bit defeated second half which was a disappointment disappointment for me yeah I agree I'll get I'll, I'm just going to bring in my next caller calling from the United States in Craig Parry calling from Texas probably on his round of golf uh, lots going on in Newcastle this evening and uh What's your what's your take on all of it? Obviously the FA Cup, the FA Cup result and everything, but um, what's going on with the transfers? I'm sure I'm sure even you were very excited this morning when you saw the link uh, with Daniel Sturridge and how that's gone on. What's your thoughts this evening, Chris? Yeah, good evening, guys. Um, I of course I saw Sturridge and then of course uh, I found I guess I've just checked recently or a couple hours ago I guess that uh, that he decided to go to West Brom. So Alan Pardew has taken a player away from him. Who'd have thought that was going to happen? Um, but yeah. uh, um, so I guess because he's quote he grew up in that area or something like that. I'm not sure what was the deal. But I, I, here's the thing. I mean, I thought I thought uh, our buddy our buddy Jordy Dennis had the best Neil. had the best tweet <laughs> had the best Neil had the best tweet because he said like he, I think his tweet was something like. Uh, you know, Rafa gave you know, Rafa gave his ABC option, yep. his ABC choices, and we're down to X, Y, Z. And to me, that just sums it up. I mean, that just sums it up. The fact yep. that the fact that at, at, at this late stage, with the with the transfer deadline looming ahead, that uh, that things are not being taken care of is just it's par for the course with Newcastle United under Mike Ashley. It's just that's all there is to it. I don't know if this is Ashley's fault if he has given. 
yeah, if he's given permission to the funds and they're just not getting the job done, I'm not, you know, we don't quite know about that. But even then, why is this taking so long? Why not do this the first week of January so you have more time to negotiate? There is no negotiating time now. And if I was the, if I was the Dutch club, I'd be putting Newcastle over a barrel too right now yeah. because they have no choice. Yeah. Here we are. As you say, we've had all month to do this. We know when the window is. And we're scratching around trying to do deals with 48 hours to go. Um, yep. It, we, we just can't do it. Um, uh, and, and Medicals right. and so things in, like that. In, you're right. In some respects, has has actually sanctioned X amount of money and these the guys just can't do it? Um, or is the amount of money that's been sanctioned not as much as well as they believe and therefore it's not going to happen because of that? I mean, either way, it all smacks of somebody trying to be clever, mm. somebody trying to, to you know, book the system and make it work and, and say, look what a deal we got, um, where in fact what they're going to do is condemn with the struggle for the second half of the season because everybody around is signing, is signing players it seems it seems to be yeah, a massive Andrew, head of team yeah. hey, Neil Andrew one thing and I think you just you did you said something I thought was very 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 key he he loves to sit there and say haha I beat the system because a couple yeah. years ago yes he lightning struck he got Kabai, he got all these great players he got Ben Arfa and he didn't have to pay very much money and haha you know, we beat the system, we took France to the cleaners, and blah, blah, blah. Have you noticed that that is no longer the case? France will never let that happen again. Now, you know, you know, French teams will never let that happen again. And yet he thinks he can, re- he thinks he can do it again, and no one's going to trust to negotiate with Nuke. If they would have called this Dutch club last week, the evaluation was $20 million or whatever it was, and said, you know what, we, we, have looked at, we have looked at him, we absolutely agree with your evaluation, uh, tell you what, maybe coming at nineteen five, and if they say sorry, it's like a house negotiation. You don't neg- you don't come in twenty you don't come in twenty thousand dollars under the asking price, and le- it's unless that there's absolutely no other market for it, and you think you can get away with it. He's gambling. That's what he's doing. He likes to gamble. He just he doesn't seem to care. And then now they're coming back, and now you've pissed off the the seller, just like in a house, and now they want even more than they were originally asking for. That is exactly what's happening here. This Dutch club is now saying, "Screw you!" Now we're going to ask for twenty, you know, twenty-two million or twenty-three million, and and, and now we're going to end up, you know, holding our pud at the end of all this. Especially, like I, I must be, I'm, I'm I'm trying to work out Mangala, who struggled the last time he played, and Newcastle. You only can get well. Neither know this, and I'll ask Lee, but you've only got one loan, right? You can only get one loan from the Premier League. I think you can get. Two two Premier League loans and one from abroad, I think. Or is it okay, so it's two. So it's essentially, they're going to get Mangala, and they've already got Kennedy. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I don't get you that. Guys, hey, gentlemen, you guys are ahead. You guys are ahead of me. Who is Mangala? Who are we talking about? He plays I heard about Ianacho potentially. The Man City centre half, Chris. Yeah. Pointless, absolutely pointless. We don't need a centre half. No, we've already. That's like the one position that we do have quite a mm-hmm. bit. Of, uh, of cover for unless unless he's selling Mbemba because if you're gonna if you're gonna they may have because if he if remember Mbemba was actually went back to Anderlecht two weeks ago uh, just to see see the guys that he worked that he used to play with so there might be something probably might be something happening there so 
they might loan him back to Anderlecht and then bring in Mangala uh, for the re- for the rest of the season. So I can yeah, but so what's he going to do? Understand. Ride the bench? Is he going to ride the bench behind uh, by Kieran Clark? Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, to me that makes no sense unless mm-hmm. Kieran Clark is out mm-hmm. and you've already got Lejeune and everybody else. If now here's the thing: if this is Rafa, if this is a Rafa choice, then this then 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 I completely disagree with this. They don't need to str- they need to strengthen their. Fo- Guys, you have to admit, I mean, other pundits, other TV people and Sky and stuff are now starting to come to Newcastle's side of the situation. That's how bad this is. Where it's no longer the deluded, it's no longer the deluded fans yeah. anymore. Yeah, plus and plus you can yeah, I mean, they're actually starting to play. talk for us. Go plus ahead, Lee. Plus you can play Paul Dummett there. No problem. Yeah. You don't need a yeah. center half. You do not need yeah. a center half. It's absolutely, it's nonsensical. It's ridiculous. Let me tell some guys that could be that could be Rafa. That could be Rafa's decision, and I, and I think that, that that there's there's things that need to be taken care of, and center back is not one of them. Man, that ticks me off if they're about to get Mangala. Yeah, I'm ticked off. Neil, what do you think? Because my if that's a if that's a, a call from Rafa, then they're definitely getting rid of a, they must be getting rid of a couple of players in defence because it makes no sense in Mangala want to play, wouldn't wouldn't he? Is he gone again? <laughs> I think he's gone again, yeah. But Neil, uh, is Neil gone? I think, no, he's there, but he's... I'm here. Oh, okay. The, the Mangala thing, obviously, to universal derision, um, the only way that... Man, if, if, if we've got so many players that can play that position, the only way you can think of Mangala coming in, unless... Can, can Mangala play on the right or left side as well? So can he... Oh, dear God, no. Can only no. play... Me? So he's a centre back and he's a bang average one at that. He's the next. <laughs> he's you know, he, he really is not. Um, I don't. If he's the answer, I don't know what the hell the question is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, why? Why would you? And I agree with you, Neil. Why, I mean, that is not what. That's like saying, "Well, look, we brought in Mangala for loan. Who gives a darn? We don't need yeah. Mangala for a loan." Go get look at least Sturridge. I knew that Sturridge. You know, I would. You, we'd all pray that he'd at least last two games before he got knocked. You know, before he got crocked and he was out for the rest of the season. But hopefully, he'd score a couple goals for us in those two games. You know, with like Sturridge, he, you just know the injury is coming. But now he's out. You've got a Dutch club who's extremely pissed off that doesn't want to deal with Newcastle anymore. Um, and I don't know where else they're going to go. I think that even even uh, West Ham. I remember remember Pele went to Ch- Pele. From Southampton, he went to China, and he's doing exactly what I expected to happen. He's now coming back to England, and it looks like West Ham are bringing him in on loan. At least they're thinking out. Even though they they know they're going to bring players in, especially with Andy Carroll out, at least they're thinking outside the box. Even Brighton are by bringing in um, a Chua, a Lua, whatever his name is, a Chua. But that's the thing. Every other club is thinking, well, we need strikers. We need we need this. We need that. And we are just start. We're, we're not. We're, oh, yes, we are making. We are trying to do something, but uh, I can't. I, for me, it makes no we're sense. Not. If he's, if he's, if Rafa Benitez, which has been confirmed that he did speak to, um, he did speak to Sturridge. Sturridge must have said, "Okay, I'm on my way." So where to that? Because you can't. You know, you don't turn your back on an ex Liverpool legend by saying by talking to him and then. They're expect they expect to turn up on the train, 
and something happened from within an hour of that happening. Well, you never know, Andrew. You might have got Daniel Sturridge's agent might have got a call, um, similar to Kevin Keegan. Um, somebody do yeah, you're right. Deal. They could get him, get him in a hotel, get him in a hotel yeah. room, and and, and, and get someone, some business done. Him and said, "Oh, Daniel, sorry, I know yeah. you've been talking to Rafa. It's just Lee Charlie here. I'm sorry, <laughs> we're not going to pay. We're not going to pay that full wages. Um, I know Rafa's told you that we're going to, but we'll offer you like a, a Twix, a Twix <laughs> and a biscuit boost or something like that. Will you still <laughs> or Hey, hey guys, seriously, or Steve, hey guys, or it could have been the opposite. It could have been, hey, hey, Sturridge, I know you're talking to Roth, and I know they're going to offer you these wages. Well, we're going to offer you these wages and, and, and even higher, and you can stay in, in the Midlands, which is where you grew up and got a chance to play, and we're going to give you more money than they will. So we just well, don't know. That's we just thing, don't that's know. A, that's the thing, Neil, uh, but then to, then to um, Lee, that actually said at the start – or they're going to pay the loan fee and they're going to pay his wages in full. So that's, I must say, that's, oh, that's good because at least he'll be here quickly, Neil, and then it completely mm. dis, dis, disintegrates upon, upon him putting his foot down and starting to walk to the station, essentially. Well, it's it, it, a bloody big mess, and they use the, the family thing. It, it doesn't wash, it doesn't sit well mm. with me. Mm. Um, but my understanding was from the message, like I said earlier in the show, yeah. I got a message, lunchtime, my lunchtime here, from somebody saying... That's nine o'clock in the morning here, isn't it? Done, done and dusted, he's on his way up to Newcastle. Mm. And then about two hours later, he didn't arrive at Newcastle, as expected. <laughs> There's something up. And you're like, Really? Um, is this the, is this the level we've sunk to? And it would have seemed seemed to be that that is the case. That's where we're at. I think I think Lee's right because that press conference tomorrow, if nothing comes tonight, I, you know, some 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 of me thinks they'll they'll still get um, that Dutch player. Um, <laughs> I, I still think so. I think uh, money obviously money talks in this game and. I think if yeah, they'll have, no, they'll have no choice. They'll have no I choice. Think, they'll I have to pay. They'll have to pay his valuation. It's pretty, um, I think and Newcastle yeah, he's probably watch him become another De Jong too. They've already, they've already said. Well, they've already said they'll not entertain us anymore. They said there was a six o'clock cut off, and we've we'll then passed mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's yeah, but you know how negotiate you know how yeah. negotiations are. If I they call them and say, you know what, we're going to give it to you, then they're like, okay, good. Now we're going to talk. But I, I, uh, it's just I'm a just, shame that we're having we're having to deal with this crap. But I'm just I'm just I'm just going off history. History suggests mm-hmm. we won't go back. <laughs> history mm-hmm. suggests we'll not pay the fee. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I mean, uh, Chris, I've watched him a few times because like I, before you wouldn't have heard before, but I've got a friend who's a season ticket holder and fire order who comes over to visit me. So I dip in and out of watching them. He's a hundred percent. He's a hundred percent improvement on we what, what we have up front up front currently. So he would be a good investment. We need someone like him. Just get it done. Okay. I don't think they will. Hey Steve, one thing, guys, and something's interesting. And I, and maybe I'm just being dumb, being the dumb American here. But if if you if you have agreed to bring Sturge you know, to the Northeast, yeah. And you want to get the deal tied up before the media gets a hold of it yeah. and before everything blows up. Wouldn't you fly to Liverpool That's and nice get that. the damn signature and yeah. maybe get the, get the medical? They do have medical facilities in Liverpool, England, too. And maybe get the medical done there. Why does he have to get on a stupid train and come up north? I mean, until it, unless he can, he, can come up, he can come up for the press conference after it's all been signed, sealed, and delivered. 
I mean, to me, that's just that's just that's just stupid. Okay, let, let them answer. Would, would that not have would that not have cost us money to do so? We don't spend money, man, Chris. We probably we probably we'll put them on. We're probably we're, we're, we're probably got them a second. Put them on coach. We probably got him a second-class <laughs> dear saver from Liverpool, and that's why he didn't bother coming up, man. That's probably what we did. The thing is, it yeah, I mean, why would he take? I know if you're going to get a player, I mean, I would take a private jet. It's just, it's just weird. I mean, this guy's a freaking billionaire. I mean, I would take a private jet and go down there and get him, and say, hey, you're you're going to be congratulations, welcome to Newcastle, and welcome to the to the fans and everything. Yep. It's so penny pincher. <laughs> the thing is, the worst thing is, I've just, now we're just hearing that uh, the one player that actually I, th- I thought might be a good deal, for, especially short term, would have been Zlatan Ibravinovic. Like that would have just for it till the end of the season, and now he's going, now he's going to LA Galaxy. You know, yeah, because the Galaxy are going to whine and dine him the way you're supposed yeah. to be treated. What about the Silama- What about Slomani um, from Leicester? Slomani, what about this yeah. other guy from uh, from Everton? I mean, there's still options, and there's still two days left, but they've got to pull their head out, man, and actually Sandro, get some stuff done. I think it's Sandro, isn't it, uh, Neil? Uh, yeah, Sandro, Sandro, it, Sandro. Yeah, you're right. And Sandro and Slimani. I keep on hearing about Slimani, but if, you, if, <laughs> if the problem isn't, like, I think, uh, I think Neil and... Uh, uh, no. Uh, when, it comes to, when it comes to getting him in, if they, if they organise a, a loan bid... Um, you can like I think like I think Neil or uh, Lee, uh, Lee said Andrew, they couldn't organise a pay up in a bloody broom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I agree. I think you're exactly correct because if you're a big time businessman like this guy is, okay, let's take soccer, let's take football out of the out of the equation, and you're trying to get a business deal done. Are you seriously going to have those guys train up to the to, yeah. the, to the northeast, or are you going to go meet them in London or somewhere else? and wine them and dine them and get them to sign the damn contract, it just makes absolutely no sense. Well, That's the thing that upset me. Yeah. Think about, what, think, about what, think, think about what happened with Laura Remy that time. Yeah. We flew him into London instead of directly to Newcastle and Queen's Park room just pinched him off us. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Mm. Exactly. We got him eventually, but it still hurt, didn't it? <laughs> God, it still hurt. But like, obviously, with the game coming up, gentlemen, um, you can't, especially with the team that was played at the weekend. Um, who, who do you think is going to start up front? Uh, you know, the fact that Joselu came on as a second-hand substitute, they'll bring it. Obviously, Murphy will be back in the team. But what's your thoughts on that? Because you have to wonder where Gale. Is, <laughs> you have to wonder where Gale is on his way. He could be on a day off. He could be shopping. Whatever he is, so. Could you imagine Gale starting with Joselu? Because that would probably be the favourite call. Well, I don't know, guys. I mean, you've got, and, and, and as much as we love Rafa, and we do, him coming out and saying, well, uh, well, Mitrovic has a chance to play, shut up. Okay, Mitrovic has had a chance to play all freaking season, and you play. haven't played him. He's going to have to. So I don't, so don't want to hear about, well, Mitrovic has a chance to play, mm. because you should have played him before now. Yeah, you know, I mean, this is this this is to me this just is ridiculous. You like Yosalu, you're going to live and die with Yosalu. So put Yosalu out there and see what happens. But I tell you what, fellas, if I see what I saw in the second half of that match, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. almost enough to make you not become a new, be, not be a Newcastle fan anymore. Mm-hmm. That was the most gutless yep. performance by a professional club 
than I can remember in a long time. That reminded me of how bad it was when Newcastle lost to Stevenage, and they just basically gave up, you know, because the, the, you know, they, couldn't, they couldn't do it. And that was Stevenage. At least this was Chelsea. But didn't it, guys, didn't it look like a Sunday league team that was just looking at the clock, waiting yeah. to get the game over so they could get paid? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, first go time, ahead, Lee. First time, it's the first time the the players have dipped the dip massively dipped below their work rate and their, and their levels. They didn't even try. They didn't work hard enough second half. I was ve- I was very disappointed. Probably the first time, Neil, that you could probably see that you know they they kind of they kind of gave up, knowing that they're going to go Chelsea and lose. But uh, the inter- obviously the, the two things that you mentioned earlier in the show is when um, you know Hydara didn't make enough effort, uh, and then uh, Savi. Gave the ball away again. That led to a goal. You know the the thing is, let's let's be fair with Rafa when it comes to those two players. At least he's playing them, even though he's got probably got no other option. But he's playing them to say to say, okay, come on, uh, you you want to play? You've took, you've come to the office and said, right, let's play. Give me a give me a best, and they go out and play like that. But it is a team game, obviously, after all. But you know the the one thing that. Um, you know they've been given the effort, but they they just went into that game clearly thinking they were going to lose it. it was you bad. I mean, how how guys? How many players? How many players get a ball gifted them in the middle of the box, yeah. and instead of shooting, they try a back heel. Mm-hmm. They try a, they try a no look back heel to some somebody. How many yeah. forwards get the ball gifted to them in the freaking box and then don't at least take a shot on goal? Not a he's defender, got, man. I'm just getting mad now. Yeah, he's got zero confidence at the minute, Dwight Gale. Uh, yeah, I can right tell. He would have hit yeah. that. He would have hit that last season, uh, like if he was right and just. He's just oh, he would have hit it like a firecracker. He'd have put yeah. it in the top corner. We'd all be saying everybody would have been celebrating. He, you're right. You're right. You're right. And I don't. And I feel bad for the lab because he was so instrumental in Newcastle's success last year. I just don't understand what's going on now. I, I mean, I know it's a higher level. But I don't understand. I think the one thing, yeah, 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 exactly. So the thing is, the one thing that um, surprised me, obviously, John Richardson mentioned that uh, Moyes had had in place to bring Shelby in, and because that's been that's been touted for a while now. But he said they were quite convinced they're going to get him, and then in that press conference, and we all heard it. He, and he, uh, Rafa says, "There's no way I'm selling any of my players to my rivals." But last week, but last week, he he was um, Moyes was told that he had a good chance of getting Shelby. Now this this is where Agent Charlie is obviously he's getting a call from West Ham and he's doing the double the double fake to Rafa. But it's taken Rafa to more or less go to a press conference and say, "Listen, I'm in charge. I'm telling you who's going out." And it, so it's a, there's, a, there's a definite game plan to undermine the manager for sure, 100%. I, I, I do think that. What do you think, Neil? He's there again. He's gone again. All right. Andrew, you're in and out, like, loud and quiet and loud and quiet. Okay. Okay, uh, okay. Well, I mean, I understand. Andrew, I heard, I heard, what, you, I heard what you said. It's, okay. It does seem like it's about... I, I did. I do like what Rafa said when he's like, "The fans know yeah. what's going on." So he basically, yeah. he basically yeah. kind of threw it. Yeah, I mean, he said, "I'm with the, the fans, and I understand. You know, we we can see through all the smoke and mirrors, and we can get this taken care of." But, it's, 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 no, it's I mean, guys, it? let's let's see. It. Hopefully, they do something against Burnley. I mean, but yeah, Burnley's really good and really confident. 
Yeah, I, th- I think. Um, what do you think gonna, the score is going to be? What are you hoping for on uh, Wednesday, uh, uh, Chris? I'm hoping for one nil, but I have a feeling it's going to be two one Burnley. Yeah. Or two nil Burnley. Two nil. What do you think, Lee? You got any, do you think who's going to play up front? Um, Marino should be back in, I think, shouldn't he? As I've, as I've just said to you there, I, I think if we don't sign anyone, I'll give Mitt Rivich a run. I think he deserves a run, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. I, I'm glad Diomi will be back in, because Diomi's probably been one of our best players. And then just maybe, maybe mm. let them two lads go and try and rough their back forward. Mm. I mean, Jesus Christ, we, we need to be... We need to be more urgent. We need to be stronger. We need to be more. We, we need to be more brutal. So yeah, I, I, I think I Rich. Mean, I think Richie. Hey, what do you think? I think Richie has to take a spot back on the bench too. Yeah, I he showed agree. again against Chelsea. Yeah. He is not up for it now. Well, you can go Murphy Atsu. You can go Murphy Atsu on the wings. No problem. There. I agree. I think he's got. I you know that eventually, if he's not going to sell Mitchell, he has to play him. Like, what, what do you what do you think, Neil? Do you think he should play him? Um. Yeah, I think we have to. I think we have to play him sometime. If he's not going to sell him, he's going to bring him a vault, though. We've got to, got to try and get what we can out of what we've got. Mm, exactly. Because uh, no matter who we're saying, he's made it quite clear. Anybody who's saying no won't play against Burnley. Yeah. Because yeah. it, well, it had to be that be registered by today at five, I think, isn't it? Something like that, I think. You're right, mate. I think, I yeah, think it's five a o'clock. technical technical paperwork issues if nothing else would stop it but I don't think from a prepared well hopefully view, hey Neil yeah. hopefully hopefully with what you said is great or, or Steve hopefully they do sign this Dutch kid they just suck it up and they pay the money and they get him in and if they get him for Crystal Palace great but if no other no other thing it's going to lift the club it's just going to lift the mood right now there's such a darkness over the club right now Another, I mean, that it needs to be, we, we just need to get pushed on again. And the fact right. that the team is playing at home might actually be a bad thing because yeah. now the whole, the, everything's just going to be hanging over the club. While they're, yeah. So if they sign somebody, if they just do something that looks like it's bringing the team in the right direction, I think it'll, mm-hmm. it, I think it'll just bring us all up. Yeah. Well, we'll bring in, I'll bring in my final guest this evening. Uh, it's John who rings in weekly. Uh, good evening, John. Uh, it's been a, Obviously, you've yeah, well, we've had this conversation all night about um, the where what happened with um, storage. You must be very, very disappointed, especially with what's coming out of what happened. Why he didn't turn up, and and he had he'd actually already spoken to Rafa Benitez already already this morning. Good evening, Andrew. Evening, guys. How are we doing? Evening. How are you? Yeah, Good evening, sir. My viewers as well. Um, well, only only found out dinner time to be honest with you because I thought work yeah. and um, I was really excited to see him um, if it's true that is to um, mm-hmm. to come in and um, you know come close to the end of, to the end of the season. I mean, I thought he would have done a fantastic job for us if he doesn't get injured. And when I hear that West Brom was after him this afternoon, I couldn't believe it. Obviously, I couldn't. And I think to myself, well, if he cannot compete with West Brom, wherever any other club. Yeah. We have got serious, serious problems, but he's from the Midlands, isn't he? And um, perhaps yeah. he, he just wants to go to West Brom. I mean, if that's what I want to do. Good luck to the lad. And but, um, but I think the problem is the problem is the problem for me is after speaking to Rafa, mm. he, he probably would have he probably would have said, "Oh yeah, I, I'll I, I'm very interested. I would lo- I love to join you, Cash." The, the fact that he didn't turn up, 
<laughs> you know, he uh, never turned up. He, he never turned wow. up. And the, the thing is, uh, West Brom, they, I've never heard. I've never. I can't think. I can't remember if West Brom have, have been linked with him in the window. Or I can't remember. But um, obviously, a lot of things could happen. He he might go to West Brom have, have the medical, and something might happen. You never know. But the fact that he's you know turned it down, but the fact that he said yes to the deal, and you know the only thing I can think of. Especially when it, it was said earlier they were going to pay his wages, it wasn't a problem. But it, it could come down to the fact that the, they didn't want, they had a problem with paying the loan fee. So oh. something's happened. Something's happened regarding that because, and the, the thing is, that signing gives all the the the, the, the base of Newcastle United a, a, a nice lift because the fact that it happened so early meant he would have come to Newcastle, had the medical, and he probably would have been able to play on Wednesday. That's why everything came out so early. But now, the fact that he's um, not, obviously he's now going to West Brom, and we're looking at defenders. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> like a pick and I, mix. It's like a pick and mix I, that's going on at the minute. Do you know what it is? I think it's all PR. To be honest with you, guys, I think it's PR stunt, really, sort of, and he's come on all these sort of these different names, right? And we're not going to get them. We're not going to get them at all. And we need a striker. We don't need defenders. We need a striker. Big time, you know. And for him to um, turn this down at the last minute, I mean, so it's going to go to West Brom, but that tells everyone need to know why they just don't want to come to this. So I just don't understand it. The stupid, know, stupid thing about all this one, the stupid thing about this, the, the one thing we probably didn't expect is that Mangala, and I bet you any money, Mangala is on his way to Newcastle via train as we speak, and I bet you this sign, this is how crazy it is, the one, the, the one player we don't really need, he's probably, he's probably on his way to Manchester as we speak, and you, you never know, he could, he could be going in the opposite direction that, uh, to Dwight Gale, because they've been wanting some kind of striker, haven't they? So, you know, the, the, that's how mad, that's how mad, that's how mad it is. Because if Dwight Gale is on his way, if he, if he goes to... Because they've, they've lost um, Sane, haven't they? Uh, because he's injured now for the next couple of weeks. So it, it does make sense that if Dwight Gale's on his way, but I would never in a million years think he would go to a premiership team because ev- everything about him screams that he wants to go back to London. Um, well, I mean, I don't think Mangala's that good, to be honest. I've watched him a couple of times, and um, I just don't think he's that good a player, to be honest with you. I mean, he's just he's clumsy. I mean, um, he's got a good physique, but nah, not for me. Honestly, I can find some better than him, to be honest with you. But as a tight girl, I, I like him. He scores scores, but he's just a championship player, mate. I just don't think he's done it at all this season. Yeah, he's got well, a couple of goals against um, United and Chelsea, but... I just think he's lost his way a little bit like the last couple of weeks so far. I just think his confidence has gone to shot in a minute. Well, I'll give you one quote, uh, and yeah. Neil can answer it first. But uh, Richard Conway, who was from BBC, who was one of my guests last week, and he's put down two days to go in the January window and no real progress on transfers at Newcastle United. Takeover by any party, uncertain, an owner who wants to sell, and the fans worn out by a trail of broken promises. A club at the crossroads. I would actually say we're in full-scale crisis at this present time. But that's what uh, Richard Conway said. And then Phil McNulty just said, so who's offering to tell Rafa? It looks like Daniel Sturridge is off to West Brom then. Yeah, 
<laughs> well, you can imagine. I would. I would. Lo- I was going to love being a fly in that war because you can imagine. Rafa will be with Lee Charney tomorrow morning before he does his presser. But I hope. I don't know what Neil thinks about this, but I really do think. I do hope there's some kind of outburst because not outburst, but burst. But, but there has to be something. But you, 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 you sense. It's got to come from us. It can't come from the manager because he's mm-hmm. saying all the right things. We've got to do something and we've got to do it very, very soon. This guy needs to be hurt. And, and it's funny. when Mike, I remember when they did the out campaign, um, it, affected, it affected the whole club. You know, they, we, took, we had to take down Alan Pardew. Eventually he went. But the main pop person, we need to take him down. And I'm sick to death of all this talk of, oh, I'm not, you know, they don't want to do anything. We have to do something. And people are just waiting on a takeover. That might not happen. What do you think, Neil? Don't get it started. Don't get it started. I've been here before, mate. I've been yeah. here before. And, it, and I'll tell you one thing that fascinated me. Some of the people who were very critical of some of the things we tried to do in 2007, mm. 2008... And now the very same people are saying, well, we should be doing this and we should be doing that. But why aren't you? Mm. If, this co- yeah. if our club was a computer, do you know what I would do with it? I'd be pulling the plug out from the wall. Mm-hmm. It's, time for, a ha- it's time for a hard reset. And again, I've just, I'm reading that um, uh, from uh, Keith Downey. Uh, because of the, uh, the, dead, the, the, the takeover... He's insinuating what he's what he's said it. He just said it now, but um, he said because of the because of the Amanda Stavely leaks, essentially that's why he pulled the plug because he he, he was sick to death of her saying something. Um, well, well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the cop out, man. and that's what, that's what that's what Keith said. That's what Keith as said. As many leaks came from the Ashley camp as they did from PCP. And, this is, and I said it two or three times on this show, and I said it in writing in some of the pieces I wrote for the article. Mm. The leaks that were getting out were too big, too accurate, too mouthy, and mm. both sides were getting irritated by it. It's not just about poor Mike Ashley mm. feeding Sky News again there, so they can come out and say, because he's got this very well-oiled PR machine um, to, to feed lines, pulled the plug because of too many leaks. What, well, what is it, Mike? Are you frustrated and exhausted? Was there too many leaks? Exactly. Were they not prepared to meet your asking price? Just like clubs aren't prepared to do deals with you when you don't meet their asking price for players. <laughs> Come on, you cheapskate. It's time. It's time you mm-hmm. sold up. It's time you got out of the club and just do one so we can move on. Whether that's in the championship or the premiership, <laughs> I'm at the point where I don't care. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll just take whatever it takes to get that man out of our club. Mm. Neil, can I ask you a question, Neil, while yeah. you're there, Neil? Mm-hmm. Um, do you think, bang, I mean, an empty stadium w- yeah. will make a difference? Yeah. I do, yeah. Very difficult in the, these days because um, how many empty and half empty stadia do you see in the top plate these days? Because mm. the television now is far more important. Mm. And it's far more important, uh, John. Uh, mm. And I think the trouble is the way he's also got certain things divvied up at Newcastle and mm-hmm. subcontracted. You go in and say, right, I'm not buying a pint, I'm not buying a mm. pie. It doesn't hurt Mike Ashley. It hurts 
the subcontractor. Subcontractor. And, and a good and, answer. And also as well, quick, I can remember a couple of years ago, over time in football, at happened at AC Milan. They had an empty stadium yeah, back in 2015. Yeah. And I can remember that very, very well. And mm. it was an absolute treat, honestly. Mm. And then a year or so later, they um, put the club up for sale. And now, last season, it got bought out. And it just worked. Mm. And I just thought, it there has it, to be so something. I know people, no, people, people still mm. turn up to the stadium, lads. They still turn up. Mm. That's the thing. It's about time now. If, if Rafa goes, right, and God forbid it doesn't, if he does leave the club because what's gone out of the club, Trust when I say this, there's got mm. to be an empty stadium because it can't be had 11 years of this lies, deceit, mm. right? We just have an empty stadium, just one game, maybe two, to let him know that we're not going to tolerate it. It's as simple as that. We need I to fight back I've, here. Yeah, true. Find, I think we need to find ways to embarrass them and humiliate yeah. them. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I, 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 fans who still want to go certainly, surely can still... Um, do something which can affect his mm. match day or his persona or the way he's viewed. Mm. Um, it's, no, it's no good just sitting there. If, if, if this window oh, passes by as we think it's going to, and, as we, and, and Rafa may be walking, surely, surely, people can sit there and go, how am I? What we're doing here? Jesus we, Christ, surely we, we can do something. No. He mm. doesn't like things directed at him personally. Well, hence, hence, hence why he broke the singing section up. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. they were singing chants. Now, I know if you talk to the lads that do the flags, that's at the permission of the club. Um, I'm damn sure there's a way to get a bit of... If they had any half a brain and a little bit of sub, subterfuge, they'd be able to get something in there yep. that would embarrass them. They've already yep. embarrassed them a couple of times particularly that day when they just raised the flag of Rafa. Yes. One flag, one picture, That's one image. Mm. And, it, and, and we need to make impact like that. Mm. Statements. But Guys, I've been listening to, I've been listening to everybody, and, and honestly, I really think, even though it's going to be very difficult, mm. that the problem is you're playing Burnley and you're playing Crystal Palace, so you're not going to get the national TV coverage if you're playing like a big club. But I do think that an empty stadium, and I mean, I mean empty. I mean, you know, there's 50,000. If you have like a spattering of 4,000 people who are just like, look, I'm going to the match, I don't care. But if you only have like four or 5,000, if you have an empty stadium, that will be broadcast everywhere. I mean, that right there, it, it, it sends a message. It said, well it said, said, well said, Chris, we well said, said Chris, we need Chris, to stand up, we need to fight back here. He needs Chris, to fight back. Chris, if this window, if this window, Chris, as I told you, right, we'll play Man United on the telly in two weeks' time. Mm. Imagine, imagine, worldwide publicity, that mm. worldwide. But the problem, the problem you've got with that, it, it could affect the sale, couldn't it? It has to be a big match. And you could affect the sale. Andrew, you're not going to make that much money on tickets anyway. It has to be one of the huge clubs where the big networks want to show the match, My and life. there's nobody there. It's just empty. The entire, all the fans are outside mm. the stadium protesting, saying, we've had enough, we're done. So that way mm. you're still there. You're just not in there. So now the, the television network has to make a decision. Are we going to actually show the match on the pitch, 
are we going to do more, or maybe even have like a side window showing everyone protesting outside St. James? Well, you Park. know what happens? It if, would be if, absolutely brilliant. I agree. The thing is, the, the, the issue is always going to be if there's an actual, if there's going to be an actual protest, it has to be started by somebody, and it's not just a case of on the on the seventieth minute we'll leave whatever it's going to be, because it's, remember as soon as yeah, I know exactly. But what I'm going to say is, uh, people, as soon as the there's going to be a said boycott. The press, I remember quite rightly, all went around the ground. They took, they actually took away from the game, and they wanted to see if people were going to leave. Now, if 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 something is done regarding the Man United game, if something's if something's done, they got they, the press always take notice of it. So we're going to find out on February the first because I'm sure the Mike Ashley came campaign will spring into action, they're going to ask the fans. And, a, and I, I can imagine it's a big deal because the Chronicle, I'm sure, are just waiting to see what happens as well because they will go after Mike Ashley. I don't think he realizes yeah, what's Lee going to Ryder, happen. Lee Ryder, Lee Ryder doesn't give a damn. Yeah, he'll, he'll be all go. over him. Oh, because that, that's the problem. Obviously, I've, I know we have actually reached 8 o'clock now and I have to end the show, but um, let's hope on Wednesday that a lot of things can happen and we get players in, and if not, if not, we're going. To, we are in a full-blown crisis. So we might lose a manager. I think it's it's it's. I think it's getting pretty close. But um, yeah, let's see, gentlemen. All we can do is like watch Newcastle and the, the press and see who they're going to be in. But I must admit, as a Newcastle United fan, not to have Daniel Sturridge is a kick in the butt. Is a kick in the guts to all of us because that one player would have lit up St James's Park. <coughs> Him lighting up West Bromwich Albion is not the same thing as lighting up Newcastle United. He's made a massive mistake. Well, I hope, what do you he, guys... now his... no, I hope he now pulls his hamstring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for the We'll catch you all next week. Okay, gents. Thanks very much. I think it's going to be a rough day on Wednesday. I think Burnley's going to be very disciplined. They're going to get after. Mm. They're going to get after us. And the and the mood at St James's is going to be so toxic that it's going to be very very difficult. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Well, good night, gentlemen. That, on that note, yeah, we'll leave yeah. it till next week and my last week uh, before I head next week's the last match, uh, last game, uh, last re- report for work. So I'm heading to Australia. So we'll catch you next week, gentlemen. We'll talk all things Newcastle. Let's hope it's something good and we can relax until the end of the season. Thanks, gentlemen. Cheers, lads. Cheers, lads. Always, Cheers, always lads. a pleasure, guys. Thanks, Chris. Cheers, Thanks, Lee. Thanks. Thanks, Chris. Cheers, 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 Cheers,
Well, thanks everybody for coming on the show tonight, especially my special guest in John Richardson and my co-host in Neil Mitchell from Dubai and my various other guests. Uh, remember, just go to www.toontalk.co.uk where you can listen back to all of the episodes we've had on for the season. You can also go to iTunes, just type in Toon Talk and you'll be able to listen to all the podcasts of all the, all the programs we've had in the last couple of years. So good luck and we'll catch you next week on all the trials and tribulations of Newcastle United. One passion, one passion.